Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Wednesday afternoon, I'm Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk on AM 1600, KIVA, ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, 550-5500. I should sound a hell of a lot better after our engineer was here for a marathon uh, edition of Fixing the Board, and we're doing everything we can to make the Kiva even better. We've also got Rudy Grande here, as well as D. Dowd Muska, right here in the Kiva on this uh, beautiful Wednesday hump day, right before... Uh, well, let's just say what, uh, Christmas time. And it, it feels like Christmas time, at least to me, but I've also been other places. D. Dowd Muska having a lot of fun. We're going to get into his pieces to kick off the show oh. this afternoon, uh, which is very important. We all want you to subscribe directly at rockoftalk.chat. Uh, Dowd is showing off his wonderful Christmas cards. Uh, uh Dowd has got, uh, three more Christmas cards this year than he received. Uh, any year in my life. Uh, you know who you are, ladies and gentlemen. I'm, I'm very, very touched and, and grateful for this for, you Christians sending a, a heathen atheist Christmas cards. I, uh, I, you will be hearing from me uh, in the new year. I'm, I'm greatly uh, heartened by this. Thank you so much. And, you know, Eddie, the thing that makes yeah. it so much better, you know, a lot of people just <laughs> superficial people have thousands of people on their on their list and they just send out cards. These people all wrote personal messages and they specifically yep. mentioned my work associated with this media there empire fighting for New Mexico. That's right. Fighting for the 505 and uh, also fighting for the 505 is... Uh, one, uh, Mr. Rudy Grande. Rudy Grande, how are you? I am doing really good. Had to get in rather than stick in that traffic. It's not so nice out there today. Well, oh. we'll get to that uh, momentarily. And uh, let's catch up with Rudy real quick uh, during this holiday season. Yesterday, the shortest day of the year, so everyone's consecutively longer. Please try to be optimistic about things. I know things are tough. And we really, like, buried you in a lot of good information yesterday. I know if you caught the program and you we got into myocarditis and pericarditis and you know why you don't need to be taking the vaccination and we got into all of these things because it was important information that's not getting out to the marketplace that's not information you'll find any place else we of course had the testimony of uh, dr paul alexander we suggested um, you know why young children between the ages of five and 11 don't need to get the mandatory uh, vaccination which i know is very important and then of course we went into the actual proof in the last 20 minutes um, uh, by uh, Dr. Uh, Campbell, who literally went line by line on how the vaccination increases, you know, the uh, constrictions on your arteries and creates the blood clotting and increases it from 10% chance of heart attack to 25, 26. It was 11% to 25%, I think is what the actual numbers were. But that was only if you took a shot at a particular place. So we're going to continue there uh, a little bit today, but we're going to do the public policy first. But now before we catch up with Rudy Grande and Rudy, how have you been, buddy? You know, not too terribly bad, but I do understand what you're talking about. I, yes, I did. Listen, the thing is that uh, you have to be very, very careful and really you need to talk to your own doctor. Yeah. Uh, and what are the doctors saying, Rudy? I know that uh, not that you're ailing from a heart condition, but uh, you have had heart issues before you also you, you got COVID and then you took the vaccination uh, as well. You remember what shot you got? Yeah, I got the Moderna. Okay, so you got the Moderna. That one's, uh, I guess, a little bit more effective. Uh, not much more effective than the uh, Johnson and Johnson, and then the Pfizer is uh, got zero effective uh, efficacy against the uh, Omicron virus. So, you know, that's where we'll leave it. I've got a friend. Uh, she was in the hospital 
and uh, she went in uh, early. And I, I got to tell you, you know, it, it is a serious uh, illness. You will have to take care of it. And we've been helping everybody that we, we possibly can. But you are no more at risk if you're unvaccinated than you are if you were vaccinated. And in fact, the way we explained it yesterday uh, through Dr. Paul Alexander is it is the pandemic of the vaccinated because the shedding, the viral load, uh, et cetera, et cetera. But we'll continue with that here in the next couple of segments. First, let's kick off uh, things uh, with uh, D. Dowd Muska. He's got a policy paper that he written. I shouldn't say a po- that sounds so dry and boring. It's, <laughs> it's anything but that. You want to subscribe directly at www.rockoftalk.chat. And uh, the year looking back in uh, public policy, uh, which is a lot of work, ladies and gentlemen, to uh, put this information together. Dowd was on, a, I don't know if he was on a 24-hour work or 24-hour fast, but he came in super hangry, and uh, he was like, "Why is this door going to be shut? Yeah, yeah we got we to gotta lock the doors around here. But, uh, Dowd, let's kick it off here in this first segment with part number one to kick off the show. Okay, you want to go 10 to 1 or 1 to 10? Uh, let's do 10 to 1. 10 to 1. I we'll think count that's down. the best way it's to go. It's the countdown here on the Rocket Talk. There you go. Uh, we did this last year, folks, uh, on the site. Uh, again, rocketalk.chat. Subscribe today. Less than 20 cents a day. And it's the Big Ten. Uh, the um, decisions, I guess, The uh, most of them very poor decisions made by people in a position of power and uh, in the state of New Mexico. Federal, local, state, uh, oftentimes in New Mexico, those are all sort of conflated into one. And uh, we count down from, from 10 to 1, 10 being the least impactful of the 10, 1 being the most impactful. And I think <clears throat> it's not really going to surprise anyone, is it, what number 1 is. I think number 1 this year is the same as number 1 last year. has something to do with, oh, I don't know, this particular little viral issue we've been dealing with in the United States here. Uh, number 10 is... I titled it Jack Welsh. She ain't. Uh, you, of course, remember the uh, NBC uh, G. I'm sorry, uh, uh, CEO Jack Welch, uh, who was known for being the greatest manager. And, you know, you've got to put your right team together. And he had that system where, what was it, you, you, you promoted your top 20. You kind of tried to mentor the next 70 percent. And then you fired the bottom 10 at the end of every year. And uh, I used to think that was really kind of cruel. But I actually read some of his work. And it's, it's, it's kind of good. It's, it's good management. And, and if you're not at a good workplace, some of us are at uh, very good workplaces, have a lot of freedom, and are very happy with our work. Some of us are not. It's actually good for the company or the organization and you to part ways, because if you're not happy and they're not happy, nobody's happy, you need to go do something else. Um, Jack, the Jack the Great, I think he's passed on now. Um, he used to write a column near the end of his life, I think, for Business Week magazine. Jack Welch, he doesn't run New Mexico. Uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham runs New Mexico. I was just catching up with Rudy off the air and I was just talking about our families and I was talking about one of the dogs and my folks unvaccinated. And I said, well, but Rudy, you know, one thing stays the same. Michelle Lujan Grisham, she always, you know, she still stinks. And he said, I think something like always has, always will. That's so it. you have no hope for her future, Rudy. No. Um, so anyway, she's a bad manager. Uh, she's a really bad manager. In fact, she's such a bad manager that when this post ran on Monday, a couple, 48 hours ago, uh, she had had 26 senior staffers leave her administration. And then yesterday, after this post ran on Monday, uh, on Tuesday, we found out that number 27 was leaving uh, her administration in less than three years. She has lost 27 senior staffers. Now, it may well be that the cover story, you know, is accurate. It's not a cover story for some of these people. Some of these people go on with their life. They've got a better opportunity or something. But when you get up to 27 senior 
staffers. And it's really 27 and a half because there's somebody at the RLD regulation and licensing department who was going to be in charge of the cannabis. Uh, he, he was a very important official and he, he bolted too, but he wasn't the top of the food chain in that department. So technically he doesn't count, but we can count him for a half. Uh, 27 and a half senior uh, staffers have left. And these are not minor people. Uh, the people who left, we lost some big uh, top bureaucrats in 2020, but in 2021, Department of Health, you think that's an important department in New Mexico so. in yeah. 2021? Yeah. Yep. Uh, public Education Department, kind of important, billions and billions of dollars spent. Uh, the State Personnel Office, the person in charge of hiring good people for the state. Uh, the Department of Workforce Solutions, that, that's, a, that's the department in charge of unemployment claims. Have there been a lot of them? recently and um, we're a state where we are consistently bottom rock bottom or next to rock bottom in child health and well-being the uh, head of the children youth and families department left in 2021 and that's the one that really stands out the most for me folks because when she appointed this guy blaylock brian blaylock has a very <clears throat> interesting background she said that he was, quote, a fresh set of eyes, a sharp set of eyes, and we need leadership that's prepared to take a holistic view and start rebuilding from the ground up at CYFD. There's so much mumbo jumbo, Dowd. You called that from the beginning. I mean, the you know hyperbolic, uh, colorful language that uh, one would use to describe something. Yep. When you feel like you're being sold, it's because you are being sold. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's uh, selling it a little too much. Uh, he bolted, and he didn't. Uh, the cover story was he's going to support his wife's pursuit of new work opportunities in California. So this was the man who was going to finally fix the Children, Youth and Families Department. Obviously, we have horrendous family socioeconomic child outcomes in our state, primarily a result of very, very bad choices people make every day. And the political class won't call people out on their bad choices. They just blame it all on other things. Um, so this was the guy who was going to get to the bottom of the problem. And we were going to boost that uh, annual finding where, you know, children's well-being is worst in the country or second worst every year. Well, it took him two and a half years, this great reformer. They, they also, uh, in Santa Fe, they interviewed a bunch of uh, activists, child activists, and they said, this is our guy. He's one of us. Uh, I mean, he's going to turn things around. So after two and a half years, he is gone. Uh, it has been said personnel is policy, and it's kind of interesting. Uh, I think it goes back to someone in the Reagan administration many, many years ago said that personnel is policy. Well, Luhan Grisham staffers don't really want to work for her. Uh, so <laughs> what does that say uh, about her management skills and the ability of her to lead a large state government that is heavily involved in your life now that coronavirus is a permanent part of our lives. So that was number 10. Uh, you could argue that it wasn't public policy because it was more appointees, but if personnel is policy, that's how I kind of wrote that in number 10. I guess we'll just look for more departures and cover stories in 2022. Don't forget, folks, regardless of whether she's reelected or not, we've still got over a full year of Michelle Lujan Grisham in office. Um, I don't want to be Captain Bring Down so close to Christmas, so I, I will move on to, uh, to the next item. Uh, wokeness on your dime, of course, on the show here for all of 2021, we have been documenting the insanity uh, of wokeness. Of course, Mr. Aragon pointing out uh, all of the nonsense about, uh, well, I mean, Black Lives Matter, uh, the Latinx nonsense. We talked about that a couple of days ago. What really was maybe the biggest disappointment this year in the woke world of government in New Mexico is HB 43, a bill that I highlighted when it was drafted and i kind of lost track of it i didn't i thought it died most bills die frankly uh, they, they draft hundreds thousands of these things and then they can tell their constituents back home well i drafted a bill we, we weren't able to get it through the session but that's why you got to reelect me um you know it's, it's all just, you know theater um this bill made it through it's um <clears throat> a bill that's not law now uh it creates the black education liaison 
and the Black Education Advisory Council. Uh, they are going to uh, improve public school education for black students. The B in black, of course, is capital now. The W in white is never capital, but I guess Latinx is still capital. It's hard to keep up with all the capitalization changes. Uh, increasing parent parental environment, uh, involvement and community engagement in the education of black students, uh, capital B, and increasing the number of black high school graduates who succeed, yada, yada. Uh, Anti-racism and cultural sensitivity training in other words, uh, 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 critical race theory will be uh, mandated for pr uh, pr professionals in education. We'll have professional development for all school personnel, uh, professional educators, and we will have uh, equitable and culturally responsive learning environments. That's that's the goal of this bill. Uh, we know what this is. This is CRT, critical race theory, becoming law. We've seen parents in the last 12 months across the country from all backgrounds, all socioeconomic uh, household types of households get up en masse, um, not just for the race issue, but also some of this LBGB2T stuff and, uh, you know, Marxist education, you know, what the hell are you teaching my children? Some of this stuff has been exposed and, and kudos to the people who uh, have done that. Um, if you want to fear for the future of the state, uh, even worse than my last item, number 10, not a single Republican in Santa Fe, not one. A lot of them took a pass and took an excuse or an absentee vote, but the majority of them voted for this bill, uh, critical race theory enacted into law in the state of New Mexico and in my piece here available at rockoftalk.chat. History will not look kindly on the gutless GOPers who refuse to stand against the poison that is critical race theory. Uh, just when you think the roundhouse can't stoop any lower, it just slides a little more into the swamp. Uh, critical race theory is poison, uh, and uh, all, all Americans of good hearts and good minds should stand against it. People are individuals, and they should be treated as individuals. There's no collective punishment. There's no collective guilt. There's no collective special status, and uh, we used to believe that in America not that long ago. All right, moving on. Number eight. This was an interesting story because nothing happened, but nothing didn't happen. <laughs> uh, it wasn't stopped and it didn't start. The process continued, basically. Federal government, uh, their regulators at the federal government move very, very slowly, particularly at the Nuclear Regulatory Commission. We are looking at a very interesting project about halfway between Hobbs and Carlsbad. Uh, it's a, a repository, temporary storage for spent nuclear fuel. This, these are just basically little metal rods that come out of a, a nuclear reactor. That part of our state has nuclear know-how backwards and forwards. I mean, we have the Urenco facility down there. We have the Waste Isolation Pilot Project. In addition to just New Mexico's general nuclear knowledge, uh, the most nuclear knowledgeable state in the union, our, our biggest city's baseball team is, I believe, called the Isotopes, something you really wouldn't see in other parts of the country. Uh, this project is proposed for Lee County, L-E-A County, just uh, close to the border there, Lee and Eddy County. The feds are, in the new year, they're going to issue uh, a decision on whether to issue a license for this. This is federal regulation. The state has very little role to play here. This is basically the federal government years ago said, we control all the nuclear stuff in this country. So states have very, very limited role in, in regulating all affairs uh, of the atomic sort. So the process went forward. They did not find any showstoppers. They have not stopped this licensing process. We will find out early in the new year whether we're going to have this very, very exciting project that poses basically no risk to New Mexicans, and it's going to bring in jobs and revenue. So good, good, good stuff. It's a win-win-win across the board. We will find out soon enough. The only have, uh, significant event, and I, I think, I suspect, in, within the next few months, it will prove to not be significant, is the Attorney General filed a lawsuit, which is one of the worst 
legal filings I've ever read, uh, just filled with just factual errors, uh, poor sentence structure, uh, just just horrendous things. They claim that the Nuclear Regulatory Commission was a component of the Department of Energy. The Nuclear Regulatory Commission is what's called an independent agency. It is not part of the Department of Energy at the federal level. I mean, just basic factual errors that, that Hector Balderas' cruddy little lawyers that work for him don't, aren't even aware of these things. I've been in public policy for 30, 30 years, so I, I, I notice these kinds of things. I guess if you work for the attorney general's office, you don't have to notice these kinds of things. So he filed a lawsuit back in April. The first hearing on that, uh, I'm hoping to go to it in Albuquerque, is coming up in the at the end of January. I suspect it will be quickly dismissed uh, because it's just uh, very, very weak and very, very vacuous. This project, it looks like a winner. And I'm very excited about this, and I hope they bring me down for the damn ribbon-cutting ceremony because I've been supporting this thing for the last couple of years. But we are going to wait a little while longer before we find out from the feds whether this sucker moves forward. Hector, I don't think we'll be able to stop it. That's our number eight on the countdown. There we go. We'll take a quick break or check a, a quick check on weather and traffic with uh, Rudy Grande, who is here, who's tracking all that right now. <laughs> All right, as we put things together, uh, we notice the weather looks fairly decent right now. I mean, 53 degrees, it's not terrible. And it's going to be cold again overnight. And looks like we're going to be seeing a little bit more moisture come Friday and Saturday. So let's get ready for that. But it's really just moisture, not snow. All right, on the roads, right now the uh, hardest hit drive is Montano. The southbound path is taking a hit because of an accident at Monta- I'm sorry, Montano and Coors Boulevard. And so that's really hurting Coors Boulevard southbound from Lauria over to the intersection. But that should be clearing in the next several minutes. And it's just driving into the sunset that has I-25 snag between, uh, looks like Osuna out to Montano. And it's not much fun coming away from Kirtland Air Force Base on I-25 northbound. A stubborn drive develops at Gibson. All right. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by Amazing Grace Personal Care Services. If uh, you got family in town and you're saying, we got to take care of mom and dad, how are we going to do that after the holidays? You want this kind of support for you, Amazing Grace Personal Care Services, simply go to homecare.theplaceilike.com and get in touch with them. With that, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. All right, 423, back in four. Little uh, Jackson 5 from back in the day. Fun, fun music here for your Christmas holiday season. Back in four, we'll check out the next uh, three items there. On the list with D. Dowd Muska. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Hey, Rock of Talk listeners, do you know what's on the Rock of Talk app? The Rock of Talk TV, Rock of Talk podcast, Rock of Talk news, weather, alarm, and more. Download it now at rockoftalk.com.
This is Jeffrey Candelaria from Straight Talk with Jeffrey Candelaria. If you're tired of those old Wall Street cliches, give Pavlos Panagopoulos and his team a call at 505-828-4068 or his website, myfinancialsense.com. Securities and Investment Advisory Services are offered through Satera Advisor Networks, and Satera Advisor Networks is a member of the Securities Investors Protection Corporation. Call 505-828-4068. Who's protecting your home or business? I'm Aaron Jones, founder of International Protective Service, IPS. Maybe you signed up for a local armed response, then found out you were selected in a buyout, and now you're on the brink of another merger with a huge national company. That is not what you signed up for. The local company invested in Albuquerque and committed to your home and business security with highly trained armed guards or 24-hour patrols is IPS. Call 897-2420 or go to IPSglobal.com. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. In most cases, recovery of your stolen vehicle is not the reunion you had hoped it would be. It may have been trashed, torched, contaminated by toxic chemicals and more, or used to commit additional crimes. Revelco Vehicle Anti-Theft Device prevents theft in the first place. 505-550-4994. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we also have over 100 lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide the loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856-1171, or you can email him directly, michael at michaeltrujillo.com. That's michael at michaeltrujillo.com. Don't forget to tell your friends, family, and your world what your favorite radio station is. The Rock of Talk at abq.fm and AM 1600 KIVA. The Kiva, here in Albuquerque. Pet Food Gone Wild and Rio Ranchos Pampers Pets, all natural wet and dry pet foods, tasty treats, and supplements too. I'm Susanna, owner of Pet Food Gone Wild, ready to answer all your questions about healthy pet foods and treats. Pet Food Gone Wild provides grooming and makes every visit fun and easy with the Pet Food Gone Wild rewards card. 5% off at checkout. Pet Food Gone Wild keeps pets happy. Mobile offers at pets.theplaceilike.com. You and your pets will love this month's offer. Pets. Not the place I like.com.
When it comes to vehicle maintenance and repair, you want a place where you can be sure you're going to get reliable, honest, and quality service. A place where a credentialed automotive expert will work on your vehicle and explain exactly what needs to be done and at a fair and honest price. And so important, where you won't be charged for parts and unnecessary service you may not even need. Now, where's this place? JJ's Premier Tire and Service, a one-stop shop for all your auto needs. Alignments, oil changes, brakes, computerized diagnostics, tune-ups, suspension, air conditioning, and more. And JJ's, the tire dealer for all major brands, including Michelin, Firestone, and Goodyear. Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. We promise you excellent auto service, and we treat our customers the way we want to be treated. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Service on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. It's the most wonderful time of the year. With the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's the happiest season of all. With those holiday greetings and gay happy meetings when friends come to call. It's the happiest season of all. 4.30 here in the Kiva. I gotta love Andy Williams, and it is the most wonderful time of the year. It's Christmas time, everybody. You should be celebrating, and don't let them keep you from celebrating with you and yours. Fans, friends, family, and those whom you are closest to, please take the time to spend the time with them and uh, celebrate, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this wonderful time of the year because it is it is uh, absolutely perfect and uh, whatever you can do and it's about the time that you spend with people the memories that you make and uh, you know for me i mean i've got a christmas miracle uh it is absolutely wonderful i uh haven't really spent the amount of time that i should have with my children but i i'm making up for lost time and i could not be happier recently just went to dallas uh, as you know dowd mm-hmm. and uh, rudy had a great time with my sister Hadn't spent time with her in absolute years. Uh, Mask-free. Mask-free, but I will never spend another um, uh, Christmas away from her again. I will always make the time for my sister. I'll always make the time uh, for my wonderful goddaughter, uh, Dominique. Dominiqueurs. I wanted to play some music. I'm asking her to send me all. And she's a very festive and happy person. Then, of course, my mom is super happy. Uh, She's making all the food that she's doing. And then, of course, we have... You know, Janelle and the kids, Sebastian and Sam, and they're doing everything uh, So to, to get ready. From making bizcochitos to, you know, getting ready, putting out the lights, getting the tree ready. It's just, it's a wonderful time. So I hope that uh, you guys can spend yours with family and friends. And if you've been away from them like I have for some time, it's time to take that time because we're going to go into a very difficult year in 2022. All right, uh, let's kick off number seven, six, five, and four before we round out the final three after the breakdown. Nice. Um, I just, the most wonderful time of the year. It just makes me nostalgic. We have, we have blueberry bush, bushes at the farm in, in Connecticut. And <clears throat> when we put the 
tent cloth over the blueberry bushes to keep the birds out when the blueberries would start to ripen. My my wonderful golden retriever would go oh. down into the tent cloth and kill as many birds as she could because they'd get stuck down there. And I would see her run down to the blueberry patch and I would sing, Buff, it's the most wonderful time of the year. There'll be birds you'll be killing and birds you'll be eating. Uh, anyway, that's Red my nostalgia. <laughs> oh, well, the murder of the the murder of crows. A sting song about it. not the same thing. Uh, a, it it, it can be tough though this time of year. You know, you do think as I get older, I'm no kid anymore. And you think about all those traditions when you were a kid. You know, talking about yep. Sammy and Sebastian. We yeah. had uh, our own. My grandfather died. My mother's father died when I was very young, four or five, and he bought us our own tree. So we had the kid tree in our house, and yeah. my parents had the real tree over on the other side of the house. And I just my Star Wars figures would shoot it out. You know, stormtroopers and Luke Skywalker mm-hmm. on the Christmas tree, and and it's it's. It's bittersweet because you remember those happy memories, but you know a lot of the people you celebrated those moments with are not with us anymore. But they live on in us. They live they on in us. I talk to my mother's mother all the time, Grandma Jean. I, in my sometimes in my apartment, I'll say I'll say something to her like, you know, hey Gino, I'm doing this, you know, because it's something reminds me of her. Um, it's a bittersweet time. You understand that, Rudy? I oh mean, yeah. You know, it's happy, but it's also. We miss them, the one, the old ones who aren't around. Pretty soon we're going to be the old ones. And, miss them, but uh, still celebrate because the life that they yeah. left us was great. Yeah, it, it did. They, they, so many of them gave so much to us. And we I got to say, though, uh, I, I, I don't think of the bittersweetness uh, anymore. I felt like it was bittersweet for me for the last four years. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got to say, this is like the first Christmas in a very long time that I have been so incredibly motivated to, you know, to do. I mean, mm-hmm. the, and, and to spend time and, you know, think about like I just literally have no stress and it, it feels good because as you guys know, my life has been pretty haphazard uh, for a number of years and now things have really calmed down. And that's what this is all about. It's about peace on earth and goodwill towards everybody and uh, everybody finding their happy place because you're going to need it uh, for next year. 1222 uh, in 2021, a year from now will be 122222. Yeah, all the way down. I love those uh, numbers. But speaking of numbers, let's count them down. Number seven. Number seven on the countdown, ladies and gentlemen. I call this one Branson Flies, Virgin Galactic Dies. (laughs) Kind of uh, success and failure at the same time. Uh, It was a triumph for public relations and a tragedy for taxpayers. In July, early July, Richard Branson finally got to take his rocket plane ride from Spaceport America down there in Sierra County. Uh, Of course, claiming to go to space, the internationally recognized boundary of space, he did not cross. Uh, Jeff Bezos' Blue Origins uh, craft do cross that, what's called the the Carmen line, Von Carmen line. Uh, The trip was a long time in coming, particularly for New Mexico, which handed Branson over $200 million in public funding for his uh, launch facility down there in Sierra County. Uh, But it didn't take very long uh, for some inconvenient facts about what was the Albuquerque Journal called a historic achievement to emerge. Uh, Branson did not ride a bicycle to Spaceport America like the video showed uh, that morning. It was pre-recorded. It was not live. Didn't happen. Uh, the flight itself itself experienced a problem that caused it to stray from its restricted airspace. Include uh, that that sort of uh, in, uh, induced an investigation from the federal regulators. That was kind of interesting. Not long after this glorious flight, that's going to finally make Spaceport America a beautiful thing and bring those five thousand jobs that Bill Richardson promised us. Uh, not long after that flight, uh, the company said, "Yeah, we're going to kind of not fly for another year or so. We have a planned maintenance period." <clears throat> yeah, another hole. Year. Meanwhile, Blue Origin, 
continues. They've launched multiple flights uh, since July. And of course, the, the founder, Jeff Bezos, one of the world's richest men, went up. Captain Kirk himself went up in the later the flight after that. Michael Strahan, Good Morning America, went up in the flight after that. So their cadence is continuing while Virgin Galactic just sort of stays earthbound. The stock, of course, they are a publicly traded company. I own a grand total of one share for Novelty reasons only. I am not a financial advisor. I am now underwater. I bought it $16.50. As of the posting uh, of this uh, article, $13.94. I will check. Hey, oh, there it is, Dow. I will check the. There it is. I will check. Oh, it's up to $14.60 at at the close of the bell today. So, again, novelty, novelty. Uh, And actually, we'll be purchasing a share next year of Virgin Orbit, which is uh, Branson's next space company, and that'll be a novelty share as well. So, the. From its high in July, the pump and dump, uh, the stock has lost 75% of its value. I am not making a firm prediction, but I'm saying that 12 months from now, when we do the year in public policy 2022, Virgin Galactic could be in or very close to bankruptcy. And uh, snarky New Englander that I am, I cap off this particular piece, uh, part of the article with, rest assured, the company's New Mexico enablers, Rebecca Dow, will still claim that success is just around the corner for Spaceport America. Rebecca Dow is going to run on that doubt. Is, uh, is, that, is that what I'm hearing? She, she likes her chances go with Virgin it. Galactic. Yeah, go for it. Sweetie. It is uh, a failure. Uh, she has been considered the top three, according oh. to uh, looks like. She can raise money. Yeah. Um, hey, will everybody just let us know whether or not there's any static on the station? I'm not getting any, but apparently Judy and Rio Rancho is adamant that we have a lot of static. We're at running at 10,000 watts, Judy, so. They want to check uh, your transistor radio there uh, on that. Let's hit number six there, D-Doubt. Uh, yeah, number six, uh, the people who are in charge of economic development in New Mexico, given our dismal economy, would you trust them to make long-term plans for fostering jobs and higher wages in New Mexico? No. <clears throat> well, we had two new plans, strategic plans. We have a five-year plan. No, There's never any irony. When, when, when people in government talk about the new five-year plan, do they ever kind of think about the Cold War and China and the Soviet Union, they just come forward and say, it's our exciting new five-year plan. Who else used to do five-year plans? No, no knowledge at all. Uh, the state is a little more ambitious. They have a 20-year strategic plan. I think they spent a couple million on that. So they are going to target in Albuquerque six key clusters. The state's going to target nine industries with strong growth potential and high private sector wages. Both of these documents, I've read them both, we're talking about totals of hundreds of pages. Neither of these documents, uh, nothing about right to work law, tax reform, uh, doing away with the income tax, reforming the gross receipts tax, uh, legal reform uh, or legal situation, the courts in the state are a joke, uh, the terrible work ethic given our rampant welfareism, uh, spending tax limitations, spending limitations to keep government under control so we can grow the private sector, school choice, we can get these kids out of these trapped where they're trapped in these dismal unionized monopoly schools and, and empower the parents to get them the education they need and they deserve that's tailored to, to them. Great reform ideas for economic development in New Mexico. Neither one of these documents mentions any of those reform proposals at all. We're just getting more of the same from the corporate welfare crowd, more incentives, more targeted industries, targeted clusters. It's not working now. Why would it work if we have more plans? Uh, more spending hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars on more planning, having more five-year strategic blueprints, having uh, 20-year strategic visions. Uh, it's not getting the job done, folks. We need to go in an entirely different direction. Sad to say, the same old, same old economic development crowd 
the people who claim to be fostering economic development, and it pains me to say this, but a lot of these people are in the private sector. They're not all in the, in the government. They refuse, they absolutely refuse to focus on our dysfunctional co- uh, culture in the state and our destructive public policies. Uh, their dereliction of duty, uh, preferring cowardly happy talk to tough love, is inexcusable. Eddie has said it for two years now. The problem is a lack of leadership in the state, people willing to face the stark realities of this state and take on the entrenched in- interests in order to build a better future for the state. We're not afraid to do that here at the Rock of Talk. You will, uh, you'll always hear good reform proposals from us. There we go. We're down to six. Let's hit the top five. One more here momentarily, but not before we check on weather and traffic with Senor Rudy Grande. <laughs> All right, and putting things together, we see 53 degrees outside across Albuquerque and Rio Rancho, and some rain coming on Friday and Saturday. As far as the accidents that right now, we had an accident at Montano and Coors now, second one. This one seems to be a little bit bigger and taking up most of the intersection. So that southbound trip getting hurt the worst all the way back to Lauria, about five miles an hour the entire way. So just budget in a little extra time. I-25 southbound. It's right past Jefferson and before the Montgomery exit. Uh, several cars got involved there, so the right side of the freeway is crippled, and you're going to find that's hurting the drive. All the way back now, just about to San Mateo, and that looks like it's going to stre- uh, stretch to San Antonio without too much more time. Getting into the South Valley, it's going to be Rio Bravo. It's going to be a tough stretch right now. As you make your way westbound off 525, it's tentative, but boy, get to the river. It is really slow all the way up to Isleta. Well, this traffic report brought to you by Salon Deluxe. Salon Deluxe always treats you special, and they got great gift cards. What a great idea for the holidays. Salon Deluxe and Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho. SalonDeluxe.com. We're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. All right. Good job, Rudy. 442 here in the Kiva. People are saying that uh, they've had some of the best reception that they've ever had. But this is what makes this station tick is, you guys and me being able to respond to a lot of this stuff. I mean, where else are you going to get a guy who's on the radio being able to check the engineering and everything else on it? It's pretty cool, isn't it? I mean, uh, talk about adapting for, you know, 2022 and uh, on. It is uh, pretty good. So we are very responsive and always doing a show live every day. We didn't do one Monday, but uh, we'll be here all the way to the end of Friday. All right, Dowd, we have uh, – Last two here before we uh, take a quick break. Uh, number five and number four, sir. Yeah, counting down the big public policy stories of 2021. All this available at rockoftalk.chat if you're a subscriber. Number five, energy myths versus energy reality. We had another year of green power nonsense from the people in positions of power in the state. Governor Michelle Luan Grisham, uh, Senator Martin Heinrich really leading the way. Luan Grisham actually went to Scotland to uh, assail the oil and gas industry, which provides the bulk of the state tax revenue that she loves to spend. I don't know how that how she can square that in her mind. She's embracing this whole hydrogen economy in New Mexico. Uh, and of course, the clean fuel standard is coming up in the next legislative session. She's going to be putting all of her political uh, power uh, behind that. Heinrich came up with this cockamamie plan in June. We're going to electrify your home. We're going to remove uh, your, your, your gas stove. We're going to replace that with an electric stove. We're going to have electric heating because, of course, we need to provide uh, uh, carbon-free electricity via solar and wind. I'm, I'm sure that's, that's a realistic vision. As they continue to talk in, in fantasy land, New Mexico's energy reality, even amidst the coronavirus uh, uh, clown world we live in, has gotten quite 
the conditions are actually getting better. In 2021, we hiked our oil production, okay, 20% between, this is just the latest numbers I have up to through September. So from January to September, we hiked our oil production 20%. In January to September, we hiked our natural gas production 13%. We have uh, experienced uh, surging hydrocarbon uh, sales. And of course, that's a big reason why a lot of money is coming into Santa Fe. It's not all the federal government. A lot of it has to do with our oil and gas royalty money uh, and severance tax money coming in. So again, the the, the cognitive dissonance, dissonance, the hypocrisy of people like Heinrich uh, and Michelle Luan Grisham, who love to spend government money, well, where do they get that money? They get a huge chunk of it from the oil and gas sector, which they're trying to destroy in order to replace it with all sorts of phony baloney energy that's going to deny us energy and the energy we have is going to be a lot more expensive. There is a disconnect between our energy reality and our uh, politicians in the state that I, a gulf that is as wide as the Grand Canyon, ladies and gentlemen. So this is sort of good news, bad news. Um, bad news is these people are still in power. They're still doing everything they can to, to hurt our real energy sector. Uh, the good news is despite that, uh, our production has soared in 2021. And let's just hope that trend continues in 2022. Yeah, there we go. The top uh, six so to speak. One last one before we hit a break. Number four, Dow. Yeah, number four is uh, two cities. I guess this is a, more of a political story, but I, it has policy implications. Our largest city in New Mexico and our capital city of New Mexico, they had the chance this year to boot out some really bad mayors. Uh, uh, in Albuquerque, we get national attention. We were just in ABC News, record-breaking murders. The mayor himself admits homelessness is out of control. Uh, the inspector general of the city, which is very interesting, uh, KRQE, I'll give them credit. They usually cover this when the reports come, up, come out about waste, fraud, abuse, constant in Albuquerque. Alan Weber up in Santa Fe. The city has unaffordable housing. Uh, they have their own crime issues and homeless issues. Gross receipts tax is one of the highest in the land. Job market stinks. Obviously, we have the uh, the uh, ob the obelisk disaster that he presided over there. So both of these cities are run by really inept uh, buffoons and boobs. And the people of both of these cities, our capital city and our largest city, decided that they would um, keep uh, reelect re these yes. these mayors, and they won by comfortable margins. Uh, and <laughs> I, I think we should probably suggest uh, to all of you, if there is voter fraud, I think it definitely could have happened. Uh, to what extent? You know, we don't know. We need more people monitoring this stuff. Um, Natalie's on the case. She is. Uh, I'm not out of the woods yet, folks. Uh, I have to go in front of the ethics board once again. Uh, I've had to defend myself against Democrat Manny Gonzalez and, of course, uh, Democrat uh, Tim Keller, who's now going after me since I've already made my declaration for the mayor of Albuquerque for 2025, if not before. Uh, can you Can you remove a sitting... Mayor, uh, there, there is no that? recall of city mayors. So. Yeah, it's a very narrow law. You can do it with uh, city commission forms of government, uh, uh, school boards. I believe county commissioners are the only three recall types we have in New Mexico. Yeah, so there we go. I think uh, that's one of the things that they're worried about is how I'm using my radio station. So that's uh, what they're concerned about. But uh, there you go. We'll take the fight to Tim Keller. We'll continue to fight for the 505. We appreciate everybody uh, being here. <laughs> This is uh, one of the uh, one of my favorite uh, songs. My sister was playing this the other day, and and I know, I know, Rudy, that you know this song. This is an oldie but a goodie. Donde esta Santa Claus by Augie Rios. Back after a quick break. Mamacita, donde esta Santa Claus? Donde esta Santa Claus? And the toys that he will leave Mamacita Oh, where 
is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting now, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. This is why people from all over go to JJ's Premier Tire and Services. This is Josefo from Santa Fe. I just blew a tire in my trailer. I was on my way to Albuquerque and I stopped at JJ's. So glad I did. The manager came over right away, quoted me an amazing price, and they had it in stock. No waiting. Within minutes, I had a new tire. Ready to go. I have a fleet of trucks and I've never received this kind of service from anybody. I'll be back. JJ's is your complete automotive repair center. From oil changes, brakes, alignment, air conditioning, to repairs on your engine to keep you safe on the road, JJ can do it. Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. And we can service any car, light truck, or SUV. When we service your vehicle, we'll do it right. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Services on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. That's 821-5771. 
Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. Pet Food Gone Wild in Rio Rancho, pampering your pets with a full self-serve dog wash. Pet Food Gone Wild, two stations for one to three dogs at a time. Cats, too. Oh, and ask for the grooming club card. I'm Susanna, owner of Pet Food Gone Wild, providing natural food and supplements for healthy pets. Pet Food Gone Wild Rewards Card makes every visit easy. Pet Food Gone Wild. Tap to call at pets.theplaceilike.com. You and your pets will love this month's offer at pets.theplaceilike.com. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today, 250-3754, or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. Okay, Simon. Okay, Theodore. Okay, Alvin. Alvin. Alvin! at least one song I will never sing with, huh? That is pretty hard to pull off. Uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks. We're going to round off the final three in less than four minutes with Deep Down Musk. Let's see if he can drill down on the fastest. If you're looking for the deep down details on all of this, uh, you're going to have to subscribe at www.rockoftalk.chat. Let's hit number three, Deep Down. Yeah, uh, and all the links, of course, are in these pieces. Rockoftalk.chat. A cornucopia of corruption is number three with Ooh. Cheryl Williams Stapleton leading yeah. the way. They busted her. The allegations include racketeering, money laundering, receiving illegal kickbacks, and violations of the Governmental uh, Conduct Act. She resigned the legislature. Uh, she, although my investigation revealed it's likely she still will receive her pension, which is probably going to be in the sixty or $70,000 a year uh, range. Uh, there's also, I, I include some links to uh, other uh, corruption. Uh, corruption is basically institutionalized in New Mexico. She's a specific example. It is a but way the, of life. It is a way of life, especially if you are elected. Number two, D.C. dependency deepens. With all that federal money coming into the state, some of it went to people in the form of unemployment benefits and, and, and various business grants. But a lot of it, of course, went into the state's coffers. I got to give the Legislative Finance Committee, their staffers, some credit for this. Back in October, they ran the numbers and they showed that in the last 20 years, the proportion of federal spending as part of overall the state budget has gone up from 34 percent to 41 percent or $8.8 billion uh, in fiscal 22. We are more dependent than ever for our state funding on Washington and Washington is twenty nine point two trillion dollars in debt. You think that's money is yeah. money's gonna last forever, ladies and gentlemen? No. That's no, so. extremely unlikely. Yeah. Uh, number one, hey, I teased it before. Second verse, same as the first. Last year our number one public policy story was lockdown lunacy. 
this year, our story, number one, is lockdown lunacy. Uh, Michelle Luan Grisham will not waver uh, from her many, many, many failures. Uh, I run through the numbers here, but more than anything else, it's the employment swoon. Uh, we are down about 2.3% of our jobs have not, uh, from February, the, the February 2020, <laughs> the month before the Rona lockdown started to hit. We have fewer jobs now than we did over a year and a half ago. Three of our neighbors have more jobs. Not only did they catch back up to all the jobs they lost, they are in a growth period right now. We are the worst in our region. Okay, we're not as bad as Hawaii, which is down 7.6%, but uh, 2.3% is still pretty, pretty bad, while Utah, Arizona, and Oklahoma are in positive net job growth. Their economies are growing uh, by that metric. Uh, our economy uh, is not. And don't forget, back in June, we never achieved it all on our own exclusively. Right. We tied with my home state of Connecticut for the worst unemployment rate in the mm. nation back in June. Michelle Luan Grisham doesn't care that lockdowns are failures and she's just going to probably keep it up and we're going to see more of the same in 2020. And you're likely to reelect her uh, based upon the money oh, take. She's oh, at $3.7 yeah. million. Dollars yeah, and yeah. Uh, we've got uh, 123 Republican gubernatorial candidates. <laughs> yes. So that's, that's where we are right, right now. now. There might be more. Yeah, there might I be more. Just announced, I think uh, three announced since we started that's, the show. Right. I'm not really sure. But uh, all right, uh, we're going to wrap the hour with what does anybody want for Christmas? I'll tell you what they want. I think they want a hippopotamus for Christmas. One of the best songs uh, there is. You got to listen to this one. It's a good one. And if you're watching us directly on rockoftalk.tv, you can watch the video. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Only a hippopotamus will do. Don't want a doll, no dinky tinker toy. I want a hippopotamus to play with and enjoy. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. I don't think Santa Claus will mind you. He won't have to use a dirty chimney flue. Just bring him through the front door. That's the easiest thing to do. I can see me now on Christmas morning creeping down the stairs. Oh, what joy and what surprise when I open up my eyes to see a hippo hero standing there. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Only a hippopotamus will do. No crocodile, no rhinoceroses. I only like hippopotamuses and hippopotamuses like me too. of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. After saying they were not anticipating more variants, the White House says they're now preparing for the Omicron variant of COVID-19 to continue spreading rapidly. 
During a briefing, CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky says there is a significant rise in new COVID cases due to the rapidly spreading variant. The current seven-day daily average of cases is about 149,300 cases per day, an increase of about 25% over the previous week. A Democratic-led House Oversight Committee wants to know what happened at the Astroworld concert that claimed the lives of 10 people. Congress is launching an investigation focusing on Live Nation's role in the planning and safety of the November event. The committee requesting information from the entertainment company by early January. You're listening to USA Radio News. You're in charge of hiring and indeed has solutions like online skills tests, which let a candidate show that they're the right hire. Indeed will also give you the sticky frog, which will suddenly leap and stick to the face of the perfect hire. Okay, there's no sticky frog, but skills tests, that's a for sure. See why independent research by Silk Road shows Indeed delivers three times more hires than any other job site. Visit Indeed.com slash promo today and get a free sponsored job upgrade on your first posting. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. You need an accurate thermometer to check for fever, a potential sign of flu or COVID. Be vigilant and contact your medical provider at the first sign of fever. Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate in more than 100 clinical studies. Exergen Temporal Scanners are available at Walmart and other fine retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. That's E-X-E-R-G-E-N.com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature. President Biden has extended the pause on student loan payments another 90 days to May 1st. The pause had been scheduled to expire at the end of January and what the administration had said was the last extension it was going to offer. But the rise of the Omicron variant of COVID-19 led some Democratic lawmakers to ask for another extension. During her daily press briefing, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki is addressing reports from the Secret Service that nearly $100 billion was stolen from COVID-19 relief programs. What happened is there was just an adding up of two old IG reports of well-known challenges at small at, at small business loans and states getting out of out UA, UI payments in 2020. And there's been a lot of reporting, I know, from the Associated Press and others about issues with some of those earlier programs. At the closing bell, the Dow gaining 261 points to close at 35,754. USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wade Alaroos. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top ten most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, gold, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download on iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. Attorney General Merrick Garland is making an announcement regarding prison inmates. Merrick Garland's Justice Department announced Tuesday that the U.S. Bureau of Prisons is no longer required to re-imprison federal inmates who were released to home confinement during the pandemic. Mr. Garland said in a statement, thousands of people on home confinement have reconnected with their families, have found gainful employment, and have followed the rules, end quote. From the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry. New York Mayor Bill de Blasio honored Senate Majority Leader New York Democrat Chuck Schumer by giving him a ceremonial key to the city. The two New York leaders also discussed a Democratic-led social spending package and other efforts going on in the Senate. 
Schumer mentioning one problem around the country Senate Democrats are fighting to stop. Taking away people's voting rights, redrawing the lines of the legislature in a jaundiced political and sometimes bigoted way. And uh, we're going to move on that. That may mean we may have to change the rules because we won't get any support from the other side, but we're doing it. Republicans argue these election reform bills that have been passed in many states will ensure election security. Amazon is experiencing its third online service outage this month. Work management tool Slack and the Epic's Game Store are down for some users. The company confirming the outages and saying that they're working to fix the issues. For USA Radio News, All right, let's get hour number two underway and put things together, starting with the weather. As the sun goes down, it's starting to cool down ever so slightly. 47 degrees out right now. And uh, it looks like we do have some rain coming on Friday and Saturday. What we have going right now is a lot of slow going on Rio Bravo westbound right off of I-25. It's just a tough uh, stretch out to 2nd Street. But beyond that, it looks looks good all the way across the river. So that's the good news there. Oh, boy. Still tough news. I-25 southbound at Montano, the accident. And that has you stumbling all the way back, just like I predicted, to Paseo del Norte. And looks like they cleared up the accident on Coors Boulevard at Montano, but still a lot of flashing lights as they get everything out of the way totally, and that's why you're finding some slowness there. This traffic report is brought to you by Taco Tote on Central, across from the historic Highland Theater. Taco Tote with the family of five meal deal. You got to go, and you can eat in there, or you can take it home either way. You're going to be the hero of the family. If you'd like to see this deal, go to hugetacos.com. And with that, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro I am Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com here on this beautiful Wednesday afternoon right here on this hump day. Prior, we are officially in winter, ladies and gentlemen, and we're going to get some rain to kick things off on uh, Saturday, Sunday, I suppose, uh, Rudy. So Pro- yeah, this weekend looks like it's a coming our way. All right, that's uh, good. I always like the little bit of moisture that we can get. and. You know, hopefully uh, you're going to be with you and yours and the wonderful uh, crew as well. I think we're going to have uh, Rebecca's going to do a show Saturday morning. Wow, great. Yeah, for Christmas. Not sure if it'll end up being live, but we're going to do a show nonetheless. Uh, she's pretty adamant about it, trying to pep her up, make sure she's good. And then, of course, we got Natalie and Jaybird and the rest of our Saturday offerings. So for your Christmas Day, uh, we will be here keeping you company. Uh, we've got the... Show in the can for uh, Dr. Summers, the Chris Muss, as well as uh, Jeffrey Candelaria. And then uh, tomorrow we'll be doing a recording for the Spirits of New Mexico, special Christmas Day edition. And uh, just love putting on all this great radio, especially now that we've got, you know, we've worked out all the uh, the kinks, so to speak, um, after the board blew up. Santa Claus has bought the Kiva a brand new board. Uh, we'll be within... 60 days, so that's good. It's funny, like, when everything decided to go ahead and blow up as well. Uh, it's just like the timing was kind of weirdly uncanny. Uh, so, as, uh, as always, you guys are welcome to text me in. We've got a 24-hour-a-day caretaker for the Kiva, Eric. Uh, he's going to... Great guy. He's, yeah, what do you think, Dowd? A pretty good addition. Came over from Cumulus. Refused to take the jab and wanted to stay in radio and uh, you know, stuck to his convictions. And he wants to do a great job in radio. He didn't want those days to be the last. In fact, uh, one of the things that he wants to do, uh, interestingly enough, is he wants 
him and I to start performing on the nightclub circuit, I guess, you know? <laughs> yeah. He plays the guitar and he says that I have a good enough voice to go ahead and get out there and I don't know, bring some attention. Uh, okay. I don't know. What, I, I, don't I would know about pay that. to see that. I'd pay the cover charge to see that. Yeah, cover charge to see that. Uh, Eddie Aragon on the, uh, the vocals all night, so we'll see about uh, all of Yeah, that. I was here the other day, and I had to do a printout, and uh, we have a, we have rooms within rooms here, and uh, Eric had the key. He lives not too far from here, ran in, let me in to get my printout, and uh, nice, nice guy, sweetheart guy. Yeah, he is. He's a true sweetheart. And you know me. I hate everybody, so if I like somebody, they, <laughs> they must be nice. Yeah, well, uh, we know that you know. All right, uh, let's go back and revisit, because there was a lot of uh, conversation. I think the one thing that we shouldn't miss doubt in all of this is the number of people who have picked up and left the very toxic caustic uh environment of the <clears throat> rulership of michelle Lujan yes, yes now this is not something the republican party has paid attention to um nearly at all and the last one number 27 the ominous you know i don't know if you guys know what the uh 27 club is Jimi hendrix janice joplin uh morrison yeah J- jim morrison we have uh i think uh you try to make me go to rehab, oh, yes. but I say no. Nirvana guy too. Uh, uh, Cobain was twenty-seven. Cobain was twenty-seven. Yeah, everybody yeah. was. Uh, Amy Winehouse. Amy Winehouse. Yeah, Winehouse. So uh, there you go. So oh, by the way, the new person is a good addition to the keep it good. We love that. We want to make sure we make it better for twenty twenty-two. Twenty twenty-two will be our most trying year, folks. Make no mistake about it. Gird okay? your loins. Yeah, it is going to be. You thought twenty was tough. You thought twenty-one was tough wait till 22 it is going to be horrible okay so we've already told you to be prepared we're keeping you in a good mood playing playing you lots of nice christmas music as well so trip still nicky stating that he's not he's looking forward to not knowing exactly what's next like what what happened there this is a guy who is adamant he was uh, out front and center uh the previous pr person sprayed water all over the crotch of and this is the former santa fe new mexican uh i think newspaper reporter uh, one of three former reporters for the santa uh, fe new mexican who immediately went to work for michelle Lujan grisham yeah, and now, so were they ever journalists to begin with or were they just waiting for their gig in a liberal administration doubt if i were to be elected governor would you ever go and work for me uh, uh I, i've made a long-standing uh, rule in my life that i will only state, work state emphatically uh, i will only work for a government entity if the following fiscal year's budget is had declines by more than what my salary is. <laughs> so that I am not. Can, a anybody, net, can anybody comprehend what you just I, said? I am not think? a net cost to the taxpayer. Yeah, yeah that is uh, wonderful. Uh, doubt is, uh, you know what? He stayed separate when my, uh, for my mayoral run. We are going to be working with doubt on some other things, but uh, I mean, he is a separate entity. If you want to support him, www.rockoftalk.chat. If you want to support the radio station, support Rudy, uh, all you have to do is subscribe, or excuse me, become an advertiser here on the radio station, right? It works. Uh, that's how you work? Is that's that- very, yep. Just yep. give us a call, and uh, this is this is probably one of the best buys in radio that I've ever seen in it my entire career. Be- yeah, there's no doubt about it. Yeah. I, I had a, a and, random- and, and if you're unconvinced, I will close you. <laughs> Within a minute. So, yeah, he's closer. You know, will, he's the closer. Give, <laughs> give me, just put me in front of you, and I will show you. People's skills are uncanny. Yeah. I talked to a fan of the Kiva this summer who said, uh, Not only do I go to your advertisers in order to help out the Kiva, I 
let people in positions of power there, the owners and managers, know that the reason I'm there is because of the keepers. Yes. And that's going the extra mile. That's not just patronizing advertisers. That's letting them know you're there because of the keepers. Yeah, the power of radio. So there you go. So, okay, so before we digress uh, too much and uh, pat ourselves too much on the arse, uh, let's talk about Trip Stilnecki. This is a guy who is trying to preserve his mental health. His mental health. That is why he is leaving Michelle Lujan Grisham. I may not have always met the standards I set for myself or that you set for me, but I made every effort at every opportunity. I stand by and take responsibility for all of it. And I hope the good work outweighs the bad. He said he admires the governor because she's the ideal public servant and that she's not always going to be a politician. She is every bit the politician. Uh, this is where he's wrong. Maybe she should or would be better served if she were. She will involve herself in things that the staff should handle. She talked, yeah, this is that. This is what's called micromanaging. Jimmy Carter yeah, this making is the tennis so schedule bad. for the White House tennis court. You do not want a manager doing that. Yeah, this is the worst thing. You do not want someone who's, uh, you know, wallowing in the minutia, if you could, if you could say such a thing. You would say mire the mud, but uh, wallowing, wallowing in the minutia. She talks to people and meets with people and gets phone calls from people, and she wants to fix it. And nine times out of ten, she gets it done. Performs stand-up comedy at local clubs, uh, did still Nikki. So uh, his latest uh, endeavor is going to be somehow being involved with the Chicago Bears. Did you catch anything on that? Oh, that's news to me. Yeah, he was going to be involved somehow with the Chicago Bears. Not not stand-up comedy, because in this puff piece in Santa Fe, they said that in one of his stand-up bits from this year, he encouraged people who had not yet returned to work because of the pandemic to not go back to work the worst they can do to you is send letters demanding payment was the punchline there you go isn't the worst they can do to you send a letter saying you don't work for us anymore yeah. i mean that's funny uh yeah he's all sorts of weird uh but who knows he says six months from now he'd be happy mopping floors how bad is it to work for Michelle Lujan Grisham? Trip still necky, you lazy it all. <laughs> for <out>. mopping floors. <laughs> 108 grand he used to make. 108, uh, 108 grand. grand, but uh, wants to go mop floors. So uh, the other guy was uh, the guy who was helping Manny Gonzalez, uh, which was, what was his name? Hallinan. James Hallinan, yeah. Water on the crotch, Hallinan. So uh, there it is. And nothing else has been made of that uh, as of late. We don't know anything. What happened to Hallinan? He disappeared like... I don't know. He disappeared like before the election sometime. He likes Hector. He likes Manny. Cologne, I think, isn't he on Cologne's? Brian Cologne. Brian Cologne. Yeah, yeah. everyone yeah. loves uh, Brian Cologne. Everyone, oh, Brian Cologne. Brian Cologne loves Brian. So there you go. So that's where we are uh, with things. 550, 50, 500. Let's, uh, let's talk about COVID-19 in the Silver City uh, area with these uh, people uh, that are there. Ken Ladner treated quarantine for COVID-19. Dad, what can you tell us about the latest public official vaxxed no less and COVID-19 yeah I mean this is Silver City down in Grant County if you're uh, Albuquerque or Corleño or uh, Santa Fe and you've never journeyed around this amazing state which uh, it might make Eddie mad because he loves his Albuquerque but I I consider myself more a resident of New Mexico than than Albuquerque because I just there's so many interesting places in New Mexico and for the record we do a lot of coverage of beyond Albuquerque too and one of my New Year's resolutions is to devote a few more uh, so a little more time to, to places like down in Grant County because we have more and more listeners and subscribers in those places. Silver City, great little community. Don't know why it's so liberal. Don't know why um, our, our idiot lieutenant governor comes from there, but let's leave that aside. Silver City, still a lot of nice people. The mayor, Ken Ladner, according to him, quote, it's interesting because I had the two shots. I think we know what shots he's talking about. And a booster shot a couple of months ago. I was surprised that I was 
you guessed it, positive. I don't have any idea where I got it from. This list of politicians who have been double jabbed or triple jabbed who are testing positive right down to your local community, Silver City, way up to Focahontas herself, Elizabeth Warren. Uh, this is a trending story, and it's just these are, these anecdotes are piling up and piling up. And, you know, when you get enough anecdotes, that's actual research, that's actual data, that's actual science. So Mayor Ken Ladner, I guess, you know, Ken, you need your fourth shot. That'll do the trick, right? And here we go, uh, inspiring fear. Uh, I went to, uh, I think it was Duggar's, Duggar's, Duggar's Coffee Shop. Uh, out on um, near the Harvard area, right next to a laundromat. Uh, I know the owner, good guy, really a good guy. And, uh, you know, you know the type of person I am, uh, of course, Rudy, right? I walk oh, yeah. in, I said, I'm going to go get a, and I don't mind spending the $11 for, yes, $11 for breakfast burrito. I figured, okay, you know, I want to go ahead um, and, you know, patronize these businesses. We want to keep them in business. So I think, for an entire three months until they decided to go ahead and do with the crap that they did with 770. I was patronizing 377 more than anybody, you know, breakfast, lunch, I would do everything, you know, just buy stuff, whatever. And, and then as soon as I saw what they did with Bob Clark and them, I'm like, I'm out, you know, I'm not going to support you, you know, and the guy that that's running that place is a total a-hole. So I'd rather go drink anywhere else and, uh, you know, get breakfast stuff anywhere else. So, um, you know, I'm going to be your biggest supporter. So I went to Duggars and uh, went or Duggins, whatever it's called. And the owner of the shop, he's in the back, he's making the breakfast burritos. And I walk in and the two little cutesy girls in the front, they said, uh, you know, hi, Eddie, or, or hello, you know, welcome. Do you have your mask? I'm like, no. I said, uh, do you mind if we give you one? I said, yes, I'm not going to put it on. I said, I'm just here to buy a breakfast burrito. They have a giant plastic shield in front of them, whatever. So then uh, I said, well, I know the owner. I said, I just want to get a breakfast burrito. If I need to get it to go, that's fine. But I'm, you know, they don't have a drive through or anything. And then the owner who supported me as mayor and is a big supporter of me in general. And, you know, I meet various other people uh, there as well. You know, the athletic director, Eddie Nunez goes there. A number of other people just kind of stop in. You like to keep these small places, you know, blowing and going. You know? Oh, yeah. Is, you know, and he's told me at times he has not been doing that well. He's like, really not sure. He's from San Diego, has lived in Phoenix, is here. He's got a, a cute little cafe. It's really cute, you know. He'd little make his little breakfast burritos. His wife works here. I really think that he's like, I'm really sorry, Eddie. I'm really sorry, Eddie, but I can't I can't serve you. And I said, You don't have to apologize, but we both know what's gonna end up happening to you, don't we? And I walked out and I said, uh, oh, you have a good day. Okay. I told him I'd tell the story right here, you know, front and center. These businesses need to be punished for upholding what is tyrannical lawlessness and enforcing mask mandates and vax mandates and various other things that are unnecessary. And I don't know how else to communicate this to everybody out there, but people need to understand that, you know what, if you're not going to stand up for it, just choose your side, make them choose you. And if they want to not have business anymore, then they don't get your business anymore. Walk in, walk out, you know, be on your way. Nobody can police this stuff. So if you're going to stand behind this and, you know, if you're going to be a business that's going to enforce the mask mandates and just like the University of New Mexico Lobos, I won't attend a single game while they have this mandatory vaccine. I talked to the athletic director. I said, okay, you know what? What can we do? Well, I'm going to run it for a month. Apparently he's been getting punished. You know, he hasn't been getting funded. He hasn't been getting the money that he needs for the university. So, you know, they're holding him 
And, and Eddie is a good guy. This is a guy from another place. All our coaches, they're from other places. He hired Danny Gonzalez. Like he has done a lot of good things. I like Eddie Nunez a lot as an athletic director, but he's had to make some decisions that I think that he wouldn't have otherwise made because uh, he's choosing to mandate this vax, which was on the front page. And I'm like, okay, well you can do mandate the testing and here's a friend and he does all this testing. Like we've got to stop this stuff. It is way too much. So I would encourage you for 2022. I don't think you've done enough yet. They don't really get the signal. Punish the businesses, punish the people. If these are people that are getting PPE money, you know, and getting funded and getting bailed out and they can turn your business away then make sure that they suffer. Don't help them. Let them only serve liberals. Let them only sell people who are masked. Uh, is it okay to say masked Nazis? You know, I think it's okay to say that now at this point. So, you know, uh, turn your business someplace else. And my voice counts. My business, the things that I do, it counts. And we know that there's people here on this radio station, uh, right, Rudy, you know, who are people who are going to do whatever they can to make sure that they continue to bring in business. And I think that that's an important thing. So I'll just kind of leave it there. Uh, disappointing, doubt, to say yep. the least. Yep, yep. But uh, here we are. And down south, just to kind of piggyback uh, on all that, uh, here's here's this Las Cruces restaurant. Same thing, similar things happening uh, down south. Uh, so I think um, this is a... a, a uh, El Patron Cafe and Catering. Tell us about that. Though. Yeah, this was uh, from last week, and you know, I read all the papers and news news outlets all over the state, and uh, I, I like Las Cruces. I don't have against Las I love, Cruces. It's I a nice old town. I recently there in September. Uh, it's I love a kind it, of yeah. a hip little place. I, I uh, it's you. probably a little warmer than Albuquerque this time of year down that far south. Um, I actually give it talk uh, uh, down there uh, before the world ended, yeah, you know, a yeah. couple years ago. Yeah, this <laughs> is like last month, last year. Oh, no, it was a couple years ago now. Uh, so, yeah, El Patron, the owner, and I, I, I titled this uh, when I sent the article to Eddie, uh, Stockholm Syndrome, because the owner of this facility, uh, El Patron Cafe and Catering, uh, in in uh, is KVIA KTSM KVIA yeah KVIA uh, the small business owner told ABC Seven that's the, the the ABC franchise down there that multiple members of his family are immunocompromised so for 21 months he has decided to keep his dining room closed to protect the people who work inside the restaurant now again you're a small business owner you should have the freedom to open or close whatever the hell you want but the government's not making him close down his dining room he's choosing to close down his dining room. What have what's been the result of this? We used to have well over 100 customers a day. Now we're lucky if we see more than five customers. Uh, they are. But he the, was going to close down at the edge of of going out of business. I think he should close down permanently. I think he should never open again. Like I like I titled it Stockholm syndrome. Um, you know, <laughs> buddy, you think you're helping people? Uh, you know, every restaurant I know, Rudy Rudy's restaurants, they are immaculately clean. They were clean before coronavirus. You're not passing this thing on to people. But out of some sense, some sort of perverted sense of of duty to his customers and then thinking he's going to hurt people in his own family, he closes his dining room and potentially or is very close to putting himself out of business. Where, what is the psychology, guys? I, I, I don't it. get it. No, I think it's good. I think if you're going to shut your business down, let's watch you do it and uh, help you along. Because if you're not going to stand up for freedom and independence and the reason that you went into business in the first place, you deserve to not operate any longer. I think. That's fair. Let's take a couple of quick phone calls. Call you in the Kiva. Go ahead. Hey, in the words of William Wallace, freedom. Yeah, I like that. Uh, that sounded like Max yeah. Headroom freedom with the, <laughs> the, the phone yeah, well, line there. Go ahead. It thinks about how, think about how desperate he was for freedom, how hard he fought for it. 
and there was obviously not a pandemic at that time, but, you know, I'm, I'm like you, Eddie, when I go into a place and they want to make me put a mask on, not going back. Yeah, I'm not going back, ever. I do, I do the same thing? Yeah, just one time is all it takes, and I'll never, you know, and remember, there's 10 bad stories for every one good story, so... You know, I mean, if these if these businesses aren't brave enough to stand up against it, we'll make sure that they shut down. I think that's important. Yeah. Well, and 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 being on the radio with you so many times, I've had so many people that have come in and say, "Hey, I heard you on the radio. Are you the one that I was talking?" I was like, "Sure." And they are excited to come in and see faces and see lips move. And I believe in choice, which is freedom. Yep. And if you want to come in wearing a mask, great. If you don't, great. We don't mandate it. I'm not going to. I mean, it's not my job to mandate it. Yeah. Good job, Chris. How's consignment uh, going? Have they knocked down that uh, the uh, pedophile motel at Motel 76? Uh, you know, they shut it down. The, the rumor is still out there. They're going to turn it into a homeless shelter, which was you know, not a great thing for us. But at least right now, there's no one over there. They've been gutted, and no one's hanging out, using and abusing next door to us. So for us, it's been a positive, and, and we've been doing well. So I, I appreciate your your audience coming by and vocalizing, talking with me, and, and supporting us. But it's been a, been a good year. So All right, let's get you on the radio. Rudy will reach out to you, and uh, we'll start promoting what you actually do. I think for 2022, I think we'll get more. I mean, loyalty is what it's all about, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, Chris Absolutely. is one of our most loyal listeners. Definitely. And uh, consignment is uh, kind of where it's at, especially for those people operating under their homes. Uh, call you're in the Cuba. Go ahead. Oh wow, Dave! We can hardly make out anything he's saying. I know it's Dave just because of the the uh, the rhythm. David, can can you speak a little bit more clearly into the radio? Well, let's see. Oh God, we're having a hard time. Is it? Are you able that's to make it yet? out, Rudy? No, that's reverb now. Yeah, there's uh, too much reverb. Gonna have to go ahead and uh, back out of that phone call. Call you're in the Cuba. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, exactly. Use their own tactics against them. We know that's the other David. Uh, we can't make him out. So we're going to have to fix that channel. As good as these channels, uh, how about try it one more time, David? How about now? What do you think? Let me change the microphone. Uh, no, it's not you. It's our end. Oh, Dave. Man, Dave and David. I know, show killer and, uh, um, you know, out there. Oh, my God. That's terrible. So we're gonna have to fix it. We're not gonna be able to do any phone calls. So there we are. Uh, that's uh, that's where we're gonna leave it. Uh, uh, right quick. But before right. we leave the subject yes, of sir. boycotting businesses, the Chevron at Second and Alameda Northeast, ladies and gentlemen, um, still keep boycotting like I am. Uh, the other day when I walked in and two young punks screamed at me in unison, mask. And I turned around and said, you know, there's a lot of convenience stores and gas stations along Alameda, a whole lot of them. And I can go to pretty much any other one. And uh, that's what I've been doing for some time. now. Yeah, there you go. All right. Let's check on weather and traffic. Senor Rudy Grande. All right. As we put things together and we start with the weather, we see that 47 degrees, not too bad now. But get ready. Rain is coming for the weekend, no doubt. And uh, right now, like I say, 47 degrees is 46 in Rio Rancho. It is under... 40 miles an hour if you are on I-25 southbound, but the accident is gone. I-25 southbound at Montano, roadway is clear, but the driver is still trying to recover. If you're on uh, I-40 and westbound, that is a struggle. No accidents nor stalls, but you know when you hit the brakes right there at Carlisle, it is a parking lot all the way to the big I. 
Beyond that, you'll start getting some speed back. Get to Rio Grande Boulevard. That's when the speed starts coming back even better. And Rio Bravo is still a test of patience. Westbound right off I-25 to 2nd Street heading into the South Valley. This traffic report is brought to you by Monty Cigar Shop. Monty Cigar Shop on San Mateo, just north of Comanche. They, too, have lots of gift cards, and they have the biggest humidor in the Southwest, which means a huge selection of cigars. you got to go buy Monty Cigar Shop on uh, San Mateo, just north of Comanche. With that, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. All right, we'll go out to up on the house top. Little Gene Autry, one of my favorites. I was actually uh, grown. Own grown on Gene Autry. Uh, my nana, my tata, love Gene Autry more than anybody, and uh, make me think of a number of Christmases with them right across the street from where I'm broadcasting right now. They were over at 1817 Cornell, and um, I'm right over here on Renard. Thanks everybody for tuning in. 528, back in four. Merry Christmas. Up on the housetop, reindeer paws. Out jumps good old Santa Claus. Down through the chimney with lots of toys. All for the little one's Christmas joys. Oh, oh, oh. oh who wouldn't go? Oh, oh, oh. Who wouldn't go? Up on the housetop, click, click, click. Down through the chimney with good St. Nick. First comes the stocking of little Nell. Oh, dear Santa, fill it well. Give her a dolly that laughs and cries. One that can open and shut its eyes. Who wouldn't go? Who wouldn't go? Up on the housetop, click, click, click. Down through the chimney with good St. Nick. As you look for the best ways to provide and protect for your family, the structure of your loans is critical. Your mortgage payment and its terms could be behind the curve. Let's ensure that when you're buying or refinancing your home, you have the best total cost. Call me at 505-710-2499 and MLS number 330093. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van Ness. Do you own a business that's expanding? Are you outgrowing your space? Do you need a second, third, or even fifth location? Call my direct line now at 256-1255 or visit waltarnold.com. When you suffer a personal injury from a car crash, you need an attorney with integrity. I'm Mark Caruso, Caruso Law Offices. Mark Caruso is a former insurance company attorney who now works with victims. Caruso Law Offices will fight for you. Caruso Law Offices, 883-5000, carusolaw.com. Your personal injury attorney with integrity, 883-5000, carusolaw.com. This is David Allen Staley. While I may not be a radio personality, I am a Medicare advisor in real life, not just on the radio. It's annual enrollment time, and I'd like to help you figure out what you've got, show you what's hot and what's not with all the new Medicare benefits out there. 
Call me, David Allen Staley, at 505-350-3858. That's 505-350-3858. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom. This week can be your best week, the week when you get onto a better path with your money. Call me, Tom Crow, at Crow Financial Advisors to give your nest egg the attention it deserves. 243-2281 or visit crowaboutmoney.com. Are you fooling yourself about your retirement savings? What return have you seen on your retirement funds in the last year? The last five? Now's the time to reach for new support to move toward your goals. Call Tom Crow at 243-2281. Hi, this is Ava, and I love sitting on the Monroe's patio just enjoying some chips and salsa. And I'm Stella. I love the fresh air. And enchiladas and tacos. Hey, Grandpa, what about the fresh air? Ooh, and some red or green chili with a cool beverage. And the fresh air? Oh, Grandpa, this is the best meal. It is delicious. Hey, guys, what about the fresh air? And what, what about, about the, the fresh, fresh air? air? We are going to Monroe's in Heights and downtown. Directions at chili.theplaceilike.com. 2020 has impacted so many things, one of which is how we live in our home, how we work from home, do school from home, even how we have meals, social connecting, and enjoying entertainment in our home. This is Tracy Venturi of Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. Every year, 10% of homeowners sell their home. For 2021, it's estimated that the number will be even higher. For many, the plan to move in the past year was derailed or postponed, and many more have recognized the need for a different home for how they live now. You may not be ready to sell your home yet, but at some point, you're curious about how much your home is worth. Don't trust an automated online estimate to know the value of what is most likely your most important asset, especially in today's fast-moving market. Call us, the number one Keller Williams real estate group in New Mexico, your neighborhood expert. And when you do decide to sell, don't leave money on the table. You can choose the number one real estate team that will get you premium marketing and maximum value. Call today, 448-8888, or visit us online at welcomehomeabq.com. Makka is a thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. That's the island greeting that we send to you from the land where palm trees sway. Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright, the sun to shine by day and all the stars at night. Melikiligimaka is a wise way to say Merry Christmas to you. Melikiligimaka is a thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. That's the island greeting that we send to you from the land where palm trees sway. Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright, the sun to shine by day and all the stars at night. Melikalikimaka is a wise way 
to say Merry Christmas to you. Wow, little Bing Crosby, scratch golfer. Uh, yes, uh, a wonderful individual, uh, to say the least. If, if you don't golf, I, I don't know if I can trust you. One, if you don't, yeah, I'm, I'm like, seriously, what what I say? You know, I, poor Dowd, and, and Dowd knows how much I trust him implicitly. One, if you don't have kids, sorry, guys, so here locally. One, if you don't have kids, and two, if you don't play golf, you can tell everything <laughs> you need to know about somebody. Does it count if you took 11 years of your life out to help raise your nephew? Yes. And you have a lot of golfers in your family, yes. and even when you were young, you used to whack a couple balls with your grandparents, oh. and you were actually pretty good at it. So I'm about 15% of the way. No, you, you make a lot of the way. You don't have to prove yourself to me. The Dow 3000 doesn't. Uh, and Rudy, what's your story? Well, my story, since, uh, I yeah. did the same thing with my nieces. I yeah. helped save the lives of those two girls and did that for about five, six years. Mm. And in Los Angeles, I tried to be hoity-toity <clears throat> and play golf, and I lasted about three months. Yeah. Three months. I'm not a golfer. <laughs> I don't care. I'll I don't be, care uh, how I'm hard. I'm going to be in try. Vegas for my birthday, by the way. So just a little, little FYI. I'm going to head out there and go play some golf there at the uh, the Wind Resorts. Uh, yeah, so it'll be nice. Fun. The wind's nice. Arranging that stuff with my uh, sister. So it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, Five fifty, fifty, five hundred. We have a caller here. I pray. I pray to God. I pray to uh, Saint Nicholas that we can hear him. Caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. That's you, caller. Go in once. Go in twice. Can we hear you? Can we hear you? Oh, That's you. Hello. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm going to the now, so mm-hmm. you might not hear me. Can you hear me? Uh, sketchy. Talk slow. We'll, we're going to try oh. and make it out. experience on Central. Speak slower. Okay. So, I went in and I talked about an item and the young guy said, um, you have a bath. And I said, no, do I need one? And he goes, well, yeah, it's state law. And I said, well, I forget that Albuquerque is still playing this game. And he said, um, well, I have a mask for you, which I've been trying to do really good by not wearing one. Anyway, I put the mask on, and as I walked away, this little short guy said, um, thanks for handling that for me. I guess he was the manager. So I got up to the register when I paid for my item. And I said, you know, I don't think your boss would have your back if someone filed a personal lawsuit against you personally for breaking their uh, civil rights, their constitutional rights. And the little guy, his little boss, was sitting there glaring at me. And so I went back the next week to get another item, and they said, um, as I walked in the door, do you have a mask? And I said, no, I don't have one. Well, you can't come in. And I said, well, I'm exercising my civil disobedience rights. And they said, he followed me around the store and told me to leave, that they have the right to refuse service. And I said, you're not going to take my legal tender? And he goes, no, you need to leave if you're not going to put a 
Wow. I said, what is your name? And he said, you don't need to know my name. Oh, of course. But he can throw you out of his place, of course. You don't need to know my name, but, yeah, okay. He said, you're breaking my constitutional rights. And he said, you need to leave now. And I said, well, where's that mask you were going to give me? And he goes, oh, it's your civil disobedience now. Get out of the store. Oh, good. All right, good. Uh, We got the communist. uh, What is the name of this business? Stop. Stop. Stop the codependency. Stop the enabling. Stop the history. Don't go down. Don't go down this route of how much you love. You don't love it. You don't love it because it don't love you. And we get out of relationships like that. Yeah, there we go. Operate out of your home and uh, uh, run a little, small well, little, small little commercial on our radio station, and uh, do what you need to do. We'll get you. Uh, I'm telling you what. Unless, wait, wait. It's let me, blessing. let me. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Calm down for a second, okay? Like Dr. William Summers had zero business last year. He wasn't sure what he was going to do because he was coming out. He was doing his show. He has more business than he knows what to do with. I can't even bother him ha- anymore. So I'm telling you, there's a complete branding out there, and uh, why don't you just advertise on here, open your salon, and you'll be just fine, all right? Well, I'm doing house calls, and it's turned out to be a blessing. Okay. Yeah, you can do that, too. There you go. All right. Good stuff. Okay. I appreciate you very much. 550. Uh, Eddie, I've got an uh, uh, indoor yeah. flea market. It's uh, 11109 Central Northeast, the uh-huh. north side of Central between Eubank and Juan Tabot. Uh I'm not telling anyone to do anything. I'm just saying... Um, Inspired whoa, whoa. by inspired by the caller, I have documented on the online maps of Google that there is a place called the Indoor Flea Market at one 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 oh nine Central Northeast. And I you am, can act I accordingly, am, ladies. And I gentlemen. am telling you to do. I'm also telling you not to do anything, including not to shop there. Period. Okay? So do not shop there, and we we, we would only be good. It's my fault. Them. I'm the one who started this specific business. What, uh, that's what Alameda and Second. What Alameda is wrong and with that? Where's the hotline? <laughs> no, no. Where's the hotline? I'm just being uh, yeah. twerpy. Caller, you're in the you're in the key, but go ahead. I hope you can hear me at this time, gentlemen. We can hear you. I'm, I'm adjusting the board. I'm doing my best. So, Dave, what, okay. what was so important that you needed to call back a second time and get your point across? Go ahead. Good to hear from you. All right. But something for all of your listeners out there. Authorization for medical products for use in emergencies 
Everybody better write this down. It's from Cornell University. No one's going to write this down, Dictionary Dave. So they can subscribe to rockoftalk.chat. They need to keep their hands at 10 and 2, and they're driving. So let's be considerate. So let's not ask anybody to write things down and put my FCC license in jeopardy. I appreciate that. Go ahead. All right. United States Code, Title 21, Chapter 9, Subchapter 5, Part E, as an echo, Subsection 360, Bravo, 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 3, the right to refuse in that section under subsection Bravo, Echo, 1, Alpha, Double India, 3. Kill me now. The option to refuse administration of the product of the consequences, if any, or refusing administration of the product and of the alternatives to the product that are available and their benefits and risks. Dave, what's the point? What, what are we talking about here? Are we talking about if you refuse, you're allowed to refuse based upon this code? Like, it, help me with the point here, bro. Come on. Yeah, the thumbnail of it is basically you can refuse any injection and any medical device because it is your right to do so under this section. Okay. All right. There we go. Did you uh, doubt? Yeah. Uh, what, what, you got it. The U.S. Code is is the uh, is when regulators, bureaucrats take the law that is written by legislators and they put it into formal rules. So uh, when you hear that, sometimes you hear USC. That's the U.S. Code. That's kind of the law within the law. I know this gets complicated, but this refers to the Federal Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act, and that's what Dave is referring to in, in refusing. Uh, any of these uh, injections. Now, what the fight is ultimately going to come down to, we haven't fought it out yet. Now, I did put in the show note uh, or in the Daily Blast today, um, uh, Bloomberg reported on Neil Gorsuch refusing the lawsuit for Michelle Luan Grisham's um, mandate for the jab for healthcare workers. What we're eventually going to get to before the court is this question. It goes back to Cambridge, Massachusetts in 1905, which is, can the government force you, no matter what your job is, no matter what your status is, no matter what your age is, can the government force you to take this? And I think at this point, we're very close to them, the Biden administration, the goon squad, basically saying, we're, we're just going to mandate it, and then we're going to fight it out. Now, the fight in Cambridge, we know that. It, it, there's been a lot of dishonesty in this, and I've actually had some listeners send me some good analysis of this, and I've been, I've been reading the history of this. The fight in Cambridge was not about being... Of, of, placing a forced vaccination on this fellow who didn't want to take it. It was about the fine, which is if I refuse this, can the government fine me? And that's what that case is about. It's often been misrepresented as, oh, this case in 1905 with smallpox in Cambridge, Massachusetts. That's where Harvard is, ladies and gentlemen. Um, most Marxist place in America, maybe other than Santa Fe and Taos. Um, it's not about forcing you to the jab. It's the choice of whether you take the jab or you take the fine. I'm, I'm sorry. I know we banned the word jab on the show, and I don't like it either. Um, that's what this fight is about. Now, to me, I think the way they're going to get around this, they're going to say, you absolutely don't have to get vaccinated. We understand the Supreme Court precedent. We don't even want to litigate this. But you're fine for not taking your shots, not being fully vaccinated, as we define fully vaccinated, is 
$20,000 a year. You know, how many Americans can afford a fine like that? We're a wealthy <clears> nation, but not many of us can drop 20 grand or 50 grand or 100 grand a year on, on to pay this. So I think that's how they're going to try to get around this. It seems to me more and more, remember this is the administration where Biden said we're not going to force anybody to do it. Now they're saying, uh, you know, they're floating all these trial balloons. They're saying if you're unvaccinated, you're looking at a winter of illness and death for you and your family. You've got uh, punks like David Frum, Canadian David Frum out there saying you're going to go to the back of the line for medical care if you're not vaccinated. I think they're in 2022, they're going to be moving much more aggressively to a de facto mandate on this. And that's when it's, what, it, the, what the fight's going to come down to. The fine or the shots. And if they, and hopefully there'll be some good judges who will say, if you make the fine so heavy, it's a distinction without a difference. It's a de facto mandate because very few Americans can afford that big of a fine every six months or every four months or every three months because the, the shots are so worthless. We have to keep getting booster after booster after booster. So that's where we're going. So there is a, a, a conflicting law. Uh, there's a conflicting governmental mandate here because on the one hand, you've got the U.S. code saying, and Dave is reading right from the law. I've got the Cornell website right here, uh, is reading right from the administrative code. But you also have the Supreme Court precedent saying government can fine you if you refuse to get, uh, well, back then it was a real vaccination for, for smallpox. So this is far from over. We're, we're still going to be fighting this in the courts moving forward. Um, and frankly, it didn't surprise me that yesterday Gorsuch turned down the New Mexico lawsuit. This woman who d wanted to avoid getting a shot from Luann Grisham's health care worker mandate. So they're allowing that to stand. Now, that's not at all the same thing as saying we all have to get the shots. That's just health care workers. But again, these people are nuts. Uh, they believe in these injections the way people believe the way zealous religious people believe in their gods uh, this is their god basically it's become their god they're not going to give up uh, the kind of language we're hearing from the white house the kind of language you're hearing from scumbags like david from uh they're they're going to get at us any way they can this yeah, fight let, is far from over simple, doubt i mean i mean that's that's a lot i appreciate all the information but the long and the short of it is it's pretty it's going to be pretty hard to enforce these mandates if you keep pushing back i think that's yes that's do everything short, you can right? yeah yeah just, yeah just keep fighting back and i think that that's what we want you to have but, but whether it's fines or whether it's denying you the not, ability to go into a, a restaurant or get on a plane they can come at you yeah, without cannot, a direct mandate they, they cannot, can make your life so no, miserable <laughs> that people no. i think that's what they want to do yeah, but they, they want to make your life so miserable cannot, you can see. like all these fines that are being administered where you're missing the point is Nobody is going to be compelled to pay these fines. No one, there's no compensatory fines in any of this. They not yet. Say that they are. Well, let's just go ahead and take, you know, the downtown growth. No, not yet. It's like not ever. Either you're going to shut that business down and they don't have the ability to pay it. You're, there's no way you're going to be able to make, you can't squeeze blood out of a turnip. It's just not going to happen. And so the business will either shut down or pay the fines. It's one or the other. And in many of these cases, the businesses, just say, okay, well, I'm not going to pay any more attorney's fees or do anything that I can say. But you, know, you just need to understand that you are not going to be forced to pay the, none of these people who have been fined have ever paid these fines directly to the government. Yeah, I yeah. Think I think that, that should be clear to Right, people. right. I'm not talking about businesses, though. I'm talking about individuals. Even and, individuals, and, even more so. And every man has a breaking point. Um, uh, like I say, my sister, my sister doesn't want to have these injections, but she lives in a foreign country and wants to be able to come back and see her family. There's it's it's all of us. They're going to tell me I can't be around dogs because I don't have the jab. You know, they're they're going to use every tactic they can 
that they can get through a court. They can get a, they one approval by a court. And if they make your life so miserable, the vast majority of people, most people have already conceded. So yeah, they're going to, they're going to sweep up the last 20% or so. Um, I'm, I might be the last person in yeah, America, no, but I'm telling but, you right now, it's not going to happen. Like there is individuals. There's no way you're going to be able to get money from individuals. You can't get money from businesses. I don't care how much you find them or what penalties you put on them. It's just not going to happen. Okay, but it's not just fines. It's it's restricting your travel. Grandparents want to go see their sure, grandkids. Okay, well, They're going to get at you whatever di- way they different. can. That's different. Yeah, that's different. Yeah. But yeah. we're talking about like penalizing the people who are operating. We got a bunch of phone calls here. Caller, you're in the queue. Go ahead. Hello, thank you, Eddie. This is Eugene. Hey, Eugene. Uh, go ahead. Today, uh, today I joined. You're breaking up bad. Um, you today I joined a senior citizen center. And when I joined that senior senior citizen center, I went in, had breakfast, came out, and the manager of the senior citizen center told me that I needed to talk to him in the office. Mm-hmm. He handed me my money back, handed me my application back, and he says we can no longer have you in here. He talked to somebody in his so-called legal department and said that they had a thing happen in the biopark and so anyway i got thrown out of the senior citizen center today or you never joined how about that yeah well i've got my card in my pocket how about that well it doesn't matter it's not a it's not a group you want to be a part of if this is a group that's going to enforce those types of things i mean they don't want you you don't want them it's not a group you have to be a part of go start your own group there's more of you than there are of them and that's where it goes oh absolutely so now, there you go. Can I can I add to the previous two callers? The the one just before me was talking about heavy fines. If you know your your constitution, the Eighth Amendment is supposed to guard against that kind of a fine. It, you know, you're not supposed to have excessive fines or excessive bail or cruel and unusual punishment. That's that is the Eighth Amendment. So, okay, you wanted to respond to something else? That was, no, that was pretty much it. The, the previous one was talking about what I did. They, they got pretty much tossed out of there, too. Okay, so but Article it, 8 is excessive bail should not be required, no excessive fines imposed, no cruel no, and unusual punishments inflicted. That's the Eighth Amendment. That's so a good one. That's Anything the eighth else? Amendment. That's our Eighth Amendment. Yeah, I, I, just, I, just, I just read it for you. So there you yeah. go. Okay, good one. Hello, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Yeah, Eddie. Um, I'm getting um, a lot of cutout from you and stuff like that, but that don't matter. Um, I, I will deal with it. We I can got, hear you I, loud. I, and, I, we can hear you loud and clear. Go ahead, please. Okay. Okay. I just I have a comment, and, and that is, uh, we've been pushing back out here in Valencia County, me and my friend, and um, have got no response. Nobody's bothering us. Not the not the big boxes. Nothing, because you know what they want. They want the money, and um, so all that being said, but I had a, a radio uh, because I've been into radio since I was twelve, and I'm in my sixties. I wanted to ask you a question, and I thought maybe you could answer. 
Um, uh, I'd rather you not ask it, me about anything regarding the radio. Can you call me separately on that? I appreciate what you're telling me about Valencia well, County. Really I don't know that it's pertinent. It's, I don't know that it's pertinent to conversation. What what what's the question? Very quickly. Oh no. The, well, the question is, it's my understanding that AM modulation should be uh, better when the ionosphere is not charged by the foot. I don't know about that. It's, I just I don't have time. Seriously. You can hear it. I know you can hear it straight out there. Caller, uh, oh, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Hello, Eddie. Go ahead. Are I'm, you able to yeah, hear me? Go ahead. I can hear you just fine. Please, go ahead. Okay, great. I just wanted to um, chime in on they're going to get you any way that they can. Because my husband just got notified with his company that effective January 7th, all unvaccinated employees, including employees that did not get a booster per the CDC definition, are now going to be subject to a biweekly pay deduction of $55 as part of an insurance surcharge. Okay. So is he going to keep his job and pay the surcharge? Is he going to keep his job and pay the surcharge? I told him I would pay his surcharge, but he's feeling the pressure because he is there's no the pressure. It's so $65. He can keep his job and, you know, tell those guys up yours as far as I'm concerned. So keep the job until they decide to go ahead and fire him. And then he's got a case. I mean, we're going to prove out the winners on all of this stuff. Omicron, Delta, Mu, uh, you know, the, the original variant, all this stuff. I mean, we're, we're going to end up coming out clean. So, you know, just like I've told you from the beginning, just hang in there until the very end. Yes. I'm with you. <laughs> like, well, I'm just tell him to I'm just tell him to to, to be there with us. He'll be he'll be good. So don't don't worry. Just you know, keep having faith and uh, just realize what this this whole thing's about. Okay. Yes. Thank you. All right. Good one. All right. Uh, let's ch- let's go out. Uh, if you're gonna ask me about AM and signal and all that, I, I just I, I can't deal with that. But I do have time for a little bit of Johnny Mathis right here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA, abq.fm, rockoftalk.com. One of my very favorite Christmas songs. We'll be back after the top of the hour. We'll check on weather and traffic with Rudy Grande. Shingling, wing, ting, tingling, Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. Outside the snow is falling and friends are calling you. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up, let's go, let's look at the show. We're riding in a wonderland of snow. Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up, it's grand, just holding your hand. We're riding along with a song of a wintry fairyland. Our cheeks are nice and rosy and comfy, cozy are we. We've snuggled close together like two birds of a feather would be. Let's take that boat before us and sing a chorus or two. Come on, it's lovely weather for us. They ride together with you. There's a birthday party at the home of Farmer Gray. It'll be the perfect ending of a perfect day. We'll be singing the songs we love to sing without a single stop. At the fireplace where we'll watch the chestnuts pop. There's a happy feeling nothing in the world can buy When they pass around the coffee and the pumpkin pie 
It'll nearly be like a picture print by career and eyes. These wonderful things are the things we remember all through our lives. These wonderful things are the things we remember all through our lives. Just hear those sleigh bells jingling, ring, ting, tingling, too. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. Outside the snow is falling and friends are calling you. This is the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. Coronavirus Omicron variant cases are now being reported from coast to coast. After first being detected 22 days ago, all 50 U.S. states now have found a case of the new strain. Cases have also been reported in Washington, D.C. and Puerto Rico. White House COVID coordinator Jeff Zients reminding everyone. Unvaccinated people that are, are at a higher risk of getting severely ill from COVID, getting hospitalized and dying. A record is being broken after last week's severe weather that tore through Iowa. The National Weather Service now says 42 tornadoes struck the state on December 15th the most twisters Iowa has ever seen in a single day. Meteorologists adding that number is tentative and may go higher as they continue studying data. This is USA Radio News. America is built and based on liberties and freedoms. Liberty HealthShare brings that to healthcare. The liberty of choosing your own doctor. The liberty of choosing your own hospital. Liberty HealthShare makes healthcare affordable to millions of Americans. Ignite your liberty. Sharing plans starting at $199 for a single, $399 for a couple, and no matter how big the family, only $529. That's $529 for the entire family. To learn how you can save, go to lightyourliberty.com. That's lightyourliberty.com. Investments and securities involve the risk of loss. Election, trade war, what in the world is the world coming to and how will it affect your retirement? Fisher Investments has helped thousands of investors navigate all kinds of news and market conditions. Is your portfolio prepared? If you have $500,000 or more, call for Fisher's insightful free guide, The Stock Market Outlook, and learn how the market might impact your retirement this year. Call 1-800-379-4442. 1-800-379-4442. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot is calling for more federal assistance to slow down the surge in violent crime. I have formally asked the Attorney General of the United States, Merrick Garland, to, with all deliberate haste, detail ATF agents to Chicago for six months so that we can increase the number of gun investigations and seizures in Chicago. The federal government remains uniquely qualified to help cities like Chicago address the scourge of gun violence. The mayor also wants Cook County judges to put a moratorium on electronic monitoring for people charged with serious violent crimes. The Biden administration is extending the pause on federal student loan payments. The extension runs through May and benefits more than 40 million Americans. The payment pause was set to expire on February 1st. More news online at usaradio.com. This is USA Radio News. 
Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroos. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top ten most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, gold, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download at iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. Democrats are still trying to move forward with President Biden's nearly $1.8 trillion spending package after Senator Joe Manchin voiced his opposition to it, citing the hefty price tag and inflation concerns. Senate Majority Leader from Kentucky Mitch McConnell joins Fox News and says he admires Senator Manchin for sticking to his guns and says he's welcome to join the Republican Party if he wants. I've suggested a good solution to to his problem would be to come across the aisle and join us, where he'd be uh, treated with respect. You recall the White House basically called him a liar Sunday, uh, treated with respect, and find himself in agreement with the party he was caucusing with most of the time. Senator Manchin is still having talks with Democrats to work out the details of the president's spending package and is proposing a $1.8 trillion bill that gets spent over 10 years, but with no child tax credit measures. And finally, a Minnesota park is cutting back on its Christmas decorations this year due to wire-munching squirrels. Officials in charge of the display say vendors refused to hang string lights in the St. Paul Park this year, citing squirrel damage from previous years. The wires are coated in a type of acid that the squirrels apparently love the taste of. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. I am a nut. Ready for some adventure? Then explore our... Out of all the rangers, you know you're the mastermind. Run, run, Rudolph. Randolph ain't too far behind.
little baby doll that can cry, sleep, drink, and wet. And then away went Rudolph, whizzing like a saber jet. Run, run, Rudolph, now I've got to make it to town. Got to make him hurry, tell him he can take the freeway down. Run, run, Rudolph, I'm reeling like a merry-go-round. 606 in the 505 with more 411 here for your third hour. That is the music of Chuck Berry, one of the fathers of uh, rock and roll. Right there for you, folks. He is uh, one of the very best. Uh, yeah, his beautiful, I bet you didn't know, his uh, wonderful guitar called Maybelline. Maybelline. Yeah. Why can't you be And uh, that is the name of his guitar, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, that was the Gibson ES350T. Uh, the one and only, the one you see at all the hard rock. Uh, he was listed in 2004 and 2011 in the top five greatest rock and roll artists of all time. People don't realize, like Rolling Stone magazine listed him in the 100 greatest artists of all time and 500 songs that shaped the rock and roll. Includes Johnny B. Good, rock and roll music, Maybelline, and of course, Run Run Rudolph, which is probably the greatest Rock and roll jam of uh, every Christmas. Half of the Beatles' first couple albums are Chuck yes, Berry songs. They the really much, early stuff in the 60s. They're just yeah. re-recordings of, or covers of Chuck Berry songs. Yeah, there it is. Uh, uh, the best stuff. Uh, my, my personal favorite is My Dingling. Yes. So, uh, yes. Yeah, uh, just, uh, the live one in England is yeah. a recording. It's very, <laughs> very good. Yes. I, don't uh, know, I don't think it was ever banned. Uh, the the, the uh, old man lived to the age of 90. And uh, it was uh, constantly stated that he was had a lot of sexual abuse. But you know what? The man only got married one time, had four children, and was a, actually remarkably very decent man, hmm. despite being a, a heavy marijuana user. Yes. Uh, I have a breaking news. There is civil <laughs> yes. war in Doña Ana County. Oh, what's going the on? The county manager is threatening to withhold pay from employees, public servants, uh, that the sheriff has instructed to work from home while she says the office is experiencing an outbreak. This is about health and safety, Sheriff Stewart told members of the media. And I'm going to say this, keeping my people safe, not their people, my people. That's the wrong attitude to have, according to manager Marcia, uh, Macias. We are all county employees. We are all under one umbrella. Uh, uh, I mean, it's, it's you can't make this stuff up, please. No, the Civil War, Johnny Anna County. <laughs> down in uh, Las Cruces, we were just talking about how nice it is, and then you run into stupid people, and they're everywhere. Bureaucrat on bureaucrat crime. <clears throat> uh, that one color is better off staying out of the Chinese bio-coercion weapon park. Anyhow, bro. Uh, Eddie, if you're being coerced to go in anywhere, you should tell these complicit morons about complicit, seditious, subversive activities. Give them a copy of the UCM-18 so they can hopefully start to grasp what is happening. You're under Chinese biopsychological economic attack. Wow. That's an interesting take on this. Yes. Doubt is right in the fact that people are being coerced into getting the vax before any recourse can be accomplished in the courts. Yes, we do know that. For example, my friend's husband retired two weeks ago in October. He was threatened if he didn't get vaxxed, he wouldn't receive his retirement. Uh, that is actually impossible, by the way. Now, UNM is threatening students who don't get the booster shot not to come back in January. That's fine. Up yours, UNM. Go anywhere else. My friend's daughter, who is retiring shortly from working at the prison, was also bullied into submission. 
No, she wasn't bullied into submission. She didn't stand strong enough for her belief. Ultimately, it is your choice. It's yeah. true. It's true. My friend's daughter, who is retiring shortly from working in the prison, was also bullied into submission. Wonderful nursing homework girl or close to retirement is trying to stand her ground against being boosted in January. Sadly, we are already experiencing a delay in transportation of goods. The truck drivers are also being forced in this nonsense. No, they are not. That's uh, false. Uh, I'll tell you why. Uh, there's a, a number of things that truck drivers are doing. They cannot be forced to do it. Ironically, they usually unusually drive by themselves. Even people who work at home can't escape this insanity. That's a very defeatist uh, text message. What do you guys think? I think uh, Mr. Aragon. Yes. With all due respect. Yes. You have your own business. Mm-hmm. You have no employees. You're yep. your own man. You're, I do not you're, have you're, employees. You're, 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 in, you're an independent thinker. No employees. I think, I don't know, it's none of my business that you're financially okay yeah. uh some might even say comfortable not everyone is in your position and that's what i'm saying i'm not vaccinated i have no plans of getting vaccinated but everybody everybody has uh, there was a great uh, christian apologist named cliff connectly many years ago i think he, he might still be around he said he used to argue with atheists he used to go to college campuses and argue with people who hated christianity atheists or just non-religious people and he said everybody worships something even if you hate religion despise religion you worship something it's the thing you hold in ultimate value even you eddie aragon in your independence your ability to be your own man you have a breaking point if someone said i'm you can't be a father to these boys unless you take the jab Mm -hmm. you would break we're we're all susceptible to that i'm in an advantageous position i live two thousand miles from family uh my parents want, even if I were with my 80 year old parents, they, they don't want to take the jab. Um, I don't like really traveling that much. I live alone. I spend more time with dogs than I do with people. I'm in an advantageous position right now. You are in an advantageous position. But what do you say to the guy who's got baby needs a new pair of shoes? He's got to make the mortgage payment. His prospects of employment in another industry or another business maybe aren't that great given the current economic climate. They're going to get you somehow i think that's how they've been able to get such a high degree of compliance i wish americans were a lot less compliant but we all worship something the thing we hold in ultimate to 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 a point of value greater than all else that's your strength but it's also your weakness and i think that's how they've been able to get people my sisters is coming to see her family in america she wouldn't care about the jab but her parents aren't getting any younger she loves her nephew they come to to see me She's got it. I've talked about it all the time. She's, she's got her booster the other day and like, got sick again, as, as yeah. people often do. So I that's think, uh, how they get you. Yeah. And I think and I'm just saying in 2020, look for the the screws to be tightened even more. Yeah, even well, more. I would agree with that. But I think uh, it's easy. You just you can go to Nebraska, Utah, Texas. You can go yeah, get a job yeah. over there and pick up and leave. I think uh, people are not enforcing that type of stuff in those states. Uh, and it'll never get to that point in those types of states. Uh, and and you, as evidence of your point, I don't, I don't know that any, I don't think people can drop everything immediately though. It takes time to make those transitions. No, I, I can, ran the numbers. Can, no, you can sell your house if you own a yeah, house. Yeah. You can sell your house and make more money than yep. you've ever made. And, 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 and you got to negotiate with the spouse um, and the kids' schooling. And I mean, it's these are complicated there's no, decisions. There's no negotiating. <laughs> it's just going out, getting a better education, and you're on your way. Um, the you, data that was released by the feds yesterday, the Census Bureau, and I put it up on our. our Twitter feed for Rock of Talk uh, dot chat. It's Rock of Talk underscore chat. Seventeen states lost population between 2020 and 2021, and you will not be surprised at all to learn 
that the heavy, heavy lockdown states, primarily places, uh, you know, northern Midwest, Jersey, Northeast, York, California, California Illinois, Los, right. and New Mexico was of the eight states in the Intermountain West. So our four corner states plus Nevada, Idaho, Montana, Wyoming, we were the only state among the eight Intermountain states to yeah. have lost people. I think that people are making, they're voting with their feet, Eddie, but I don't, but it's going to take time. We only lost, I think, something like 1,600 people, according to the Census Bureau, uh, from 2021 to 2022. Maybe that will intensify. It's sad to see people leaving, but MLG and her goon squad, they don't care. Uh, you're driving people out of the state. People are looking for freedom. They're looking for autonomy. You sure as heck ain't going to get it in New Mexico. So that transition has, I think, has accelerated now. A lockdown has took, taken all those high-tax, high-cost nanny state states and put that demographic change, that movement of people, uh, 17 states lost. That, that never happens. Usually one or two states every year loses population. 17 lost population. Yeah, well, I mean, you sound like the texter who's texting in. You sound defeatist. You sound like you're giving in. Uh, no, I'm serious. You, I, I am unvaxxed. Uh, I plan to stay unvaxxed. You, you might be unvaxxed, but you're basically telling me that you have a breaking point and you can be compromised if you're forced uh, far enough into it. And I can just tell you, I just can't be. I mean, if people uh, said I could never see my nephew again. I might take the jab. Yeah. Okay. Well, then everybody take, has then, a breaking then go, point. Then go take the jab, uh, Dowd or uh, Rudy. You know what your breaking point was. You can do it. He he regrets it every single day of his life. His 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 health is compromised. His life is compromised based upon the fact that he's took the jab. He's taken something into his body that he has no idea what it is. If you're willing to do that, in my opinion, you don't care enough about your own life. And as far as I'm concerned, if you're willing to take the jab because you have a breaking point then you, in my opinion, are already on the other side. It is really that simple. So you nothing matters more than your life? Is uh, that what you're your saying? life is everything. Your life You is, wouldn't lay down your life for your sons? No, I would not lay my No, you're 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 <laughs> you're putting it into a serious your your reasoning here is outside the bounds of rational thinking. You're putting it in terms of this moral, you know, sort of trepidation where I'm looking at this and I'm saying, Well, my life my life doesn't mean anything if I'm gonna die because I have a heart attack myocarditis, pericarditis, and I'm going to take something and they're going to put me to death? No, thank you. I've already told you it's the mark of the beast. I don't care if you believe that. Yeah, or I, no. I don't. That's where our, well, our disagreement is. You yeah, can yeah, say yeah, weird yeah, all you yeah, want. Yeah. I, can, I can tell you where we're at. Well, that's the point okay. of our disagreement. I mean, well, no, no, that's... that is not the point of our disagreement. Yeah. My point of the disagreement is you're okay with you taking a jab with information and, and, and ingredients that you don't know anything about that could kill you. And you're saying, okay, well, I'm going to do that because they're telling me I'm not going to be able to go ahead and see my son, see my kids, you know, see my, my, uh, my nephew, my whoever, whomever. In my opinion, go ahead, take the suicide shot as far as I'm concerned, because you don't know what's in it. And I'm not going to be put up by a government who's going to tell me what to do. I'm more libertarian than you are, Jack Dow, <laughs> and in, I'm definitely more libertarian than, and, and, and there is not a time that I've had a conversation with Rudy, and Rudy's come to me, and he said, you know what, I respectfully, respectfully agree with you, I agree with you, Eddie, I shouldn't have taken it, I regret every day that I did, and I did not need to do it, because it could have cost me my life, Rudy's called me several times in the morning where he can't breathe, he can't eat, he can't function, in my opinion, that was all a direct response to the jab that he took. And if I'm not willing to, spot, uh, to stand up here and say this right now, then I'm not good enough to be in front of this microphone every single day. We are at the forefront of this fight. We're going to continue to fight. I'm fighting for every single Sandia National Lab employee, Los Alamos National Lab employee. Uh, you, can't, you can't tell me that this is a place of privilege. People have a moral obligation to their own life to live. 
And I just heard a friend of mine, she lost her father after he retired from the state police. Mr. Lott lost his life through blood clots that he, that he got because he took the jab in September, died on November 5th. Why did he die November 5th? Because he took the jab. Can you prove it? No. Can you sue the company that did it? No, you can't do it. But what we do know for a fact is that he did not have any health complications prior to taking the jab back in September. So if you're going to threaten a man with his life, if he doesn't take the jab, he's not going to be saying this, that, or the other. Well, he's not going to be saying this, that, or the other anyway. So as far as I'm concerned, you know, you might as well go ahead and, and pull the trigger as soon as you aim the gun at your head. No government, no person nobody but God himself is going to be able to go ahead and force me into a position where I'm going to compromise my beliefs and what I know to be true, which is I know this is bad for people and I'm going to continue to stay right there. We've got to stand strong for everybody. And I'm not doing this just for me. This isn't some sort of grandstanding or anything. Doubt, I don't want you to take it because I don't want anything to happen to you. I don't want you to take it, Rudy, because I don't want to think anything. When I get down on Rudy, and I don't care what your mother says, I don't care how she feels about me. I'm not looking to appease or be liked or anything. And it's going to be those very people who are going to be ultimately the bottom line that's going to prevent the complete and total tyranny. Those are what the founders were built upon, and I will continue to stand right there because... I believe in my heart of hearts that this is the wrong thing to do. And I know we will be proven every single day that I go without the job means more and more, means more and more about what, and my parents took it. And I called them. I said, oh, wow, you don't listen to the radio? Like, what's wrong with you? You think I do this reading and this explanation for nothing? Guess what? They won't take the booster. Mm, are they fully are they fully vaccinated? Not anymore, no, I guess, not. if that's the new definition. No, right? Three and, and, Israel, they're talking about the fourth now as as, and, as fully. And the other yeah. thing is this isn't about this isn't not about being right. We already know we're right. This is about staying alive at this point. And I've seen way, way too many people lose their life because they were forced into position and they regretfully have taken the vaccine. It was like, oh yeah, was your job worth giving up your life for? Apparently it was. Well then you should have just go ahead and work until the very day that you die. Or work until the very day and then die the next day, because that's the equivalent of what you're doing when you decided to take the jab. So this isn't a disagreement with you. This is for anybody out there. Do no, not a good put, philosophical discussion. Do not of, put of anything what? into your body you're, that you don't know 100% is good for you. And if you're not in agreement, don't do it because someone is forcing you into position. I mean, it's literally a level of manipulation that we have. We played the Joe Biden speech oh, yeah. yesterday. I mean, that is such a a, a conniving. And you couldn't, if you, if you strapped me down and, and decided you're going to put a nail in, you know, a, a shot in me, I literally would be battling that from, from being strapped. And that's about where we're going with all this. I've got more text uh, than I know. It's <laughs> I mean, uh, you, we're on the same side, Eddie. I, I have no intention of getting this. I don't think. Well, you will I don't, not. Even if you don't see your, your, your nephew again, I hate to say it, Dad. Yeah. But you not taking that job is more important, believe it or not, than you not seeing your nephew again. It may not feel that way, but don't trust feelings because they're false. Reason and understanding on the data that we already understand, I think, is very important because I've got to preserve my life. And if, if, if my wife decided that she wanted to go ahead and force the jab on my kids, would we have a knockdown drag out? Absolutely, because I would essentially say, you just forced my kids into death because you have no idea you're modifying their RNA. And we've already done all the, the, the studies on this. I don't, care if you're, uh, I don't care if you're a doctor or someone married to you that you know more than me. I know, I know what I know, and I do not want my kids taking that jab, period. Um, if you have any deficiencies in your intellectual framework, Mr. Aragon, very intelligent, one of the most intelligent people I've ever met, I'm kind of coming at this from theory world. And, and okay. theory world 
is not real world. Um, my grandmother said her whole life as she was getting older, um, if I'm ever sick, if I'm ever, you know, if, they, if I'm ever hooked up to anything, you pull that plug as fast as possible. I'm not going to, I'm not going to want to, uh, sure. I'm not, sure. you know, she, she, uh, living will you don't had, be had all that. Burden, everybody. I okay. stood next to her bedside in the hospital when the physician said, do you want us to take extraordinary measures as we take you into surgery, Mrs. Butler? And she said, yes. <laughs> okay. So there's a big difference between theory world and real world. And I submit to you, Mr. Aragon, and you're going to hate me for this. That if in a real world situation, if if the U.S. Public Health Service with all their military uniforms were all around here and they were saying, here's the syringe, Mr. Eddie Aragon, you will never see your sons again if you don't take this shot. I think you probably would take it in the real world, in the real world. And, and I think if those same goons said to me, you will never see your nephew again, you'll never see him graduate from MIT You'll never go to his wedding. You'll never be great Uncle Didi to his seven kids unless you take this shot. I would probably take the shot. Because theory world and real world are two very, very, very different places. And so that's my perspective. And it's a thought experiment. Hopefully we're never going to have to experience that. Hopefully not. Um, I still live on my own. I, I, Bring out your dead. The social. Bist du ein Polak? So. Bist du auch einer von diesen dreckigen Kommunisten? Ich bin eine Polin. Bin in Krakau geboren. Ich bin keine Jüdin. Auch meine Kinder nicht. Sie sind auch nicht jüdisch. Sie sind beide Rassen rein. Ich bin Christin. Ich bin streng katholisch. Keine Kommunistin? Ist eine Gläubige? Ja, mein Hauptmann. Ich glaube an Christus. Du glaubst an Christus, den Erlöser? Ja. Sagt er nicht, lass doch die Kinder und verwehret ihnen nicht, zu mir zu kommen. Hm? Du kannst eins von den Kindern behalten. Wie bitte? Du kannst 
eins von den Kindern behalten. Das andere muss weg. Wollen Sie mir sagen, dass ich wählen muss? Ist ein Polak und kein Jude. Also, hast ein gewisses Vorrecht. Ich kann nicht wählen. Komm, ich schicke sie beide weg. Ich schicke beide Kinder weg. Nein. Ja doch, du musst wählen. Sie mich nicht zu wählen. Komm, ich, ich kann nicht wählen. wählen. Und ich schicke sie beide darüber. Nein. Mal's Maul halt. Hör auf jetzt. Du sollst das Maul halten. Nein. Das entscheide ich. Wähle. Nein. Schicken Sie mich nicht zu wählen. Ich, ich kann nicht sie. wählen. Ich schicke sie beide darüber. Ich kann nicht wählen. Nehmen Sie, nicht nehmen sie beide Kinder weg. Ja, siehst du es? Ja! Nehmen Sie meine Kleine! Nehmen Sie meine Kleine! Nehmen Sie das Mädchen! Nehmen Sie das That, of course, is the uh, movie Sophie's Choice uh, with uh, Meryl Streep back from uh, 1982. And I think it's important uh, what Dowd is putting forth, I think, is, uh, you know, a moral imperative for every uh, parent uh, who's out there. When we bring a child into the world, we think about what we want them to believe, what we want them to be. It's not ultimately not our choice, uh, but we will not allow them to live under tyranny. And uh, that includes a forced jab. A forced shot, a forced belief, a forced anything. That child has the complete and total ability. And they asked her, are you a Christian? And she says, I am a Christian. And that's what she believes. And she cannot make a choice ultimately for her child. And she chooses ultimately the little girl because she had to make a way to propagate uh, her family name and, you know, ultimately um, what, who she thought could uh, possibly survive. That is, uh, folks, what is coming down. I know you don't feel that way. No, you don't see it. I know like the hyperbolic uh, you know, messaging that might be coming through. You might think it's not there. We're getting pretty close to that point here in this society. I think people need to realize that, that uh, you are at a point where your government is threatening you and telling you what you must take and what you must not take in order to be part of uh, all of this. And that's not a criticism of doubt. It's just he asked me the question. I offer you Sophie's choice. And I think uh, between that and uh, Schindler's List, I think are probably two of the uh, most Christmas movies uh, that I can think of. Uh, if you pick not, me up on a yeah, Christmas Eve. If you have not watched Schindler's List uh, during Christmas time, uh, the new person is a good addition. You are right. Don't comply. Period. Terrible what they did in Germany. So many and most are oblivious to the past and the storm that is uh, coming. I know my father was in the Seventh Army, and uh, he never spoke one word about the time that he was shot. Never received one benefit from the United States government. Uh, the hill I chose to die on is the shot mark of the beast. Now you take the shot to see your nephew, and you're dead before you meet his seven children. May God have mercy. Uh, I have no intention of taking the shot. <laughs> uh, respectfully, it's not being defeatist. It's a fact I'm saying. And then there's these apologists, the people who ultimately go along with it and will say, well, I need to go ahead and provide. You can pick up and move. If it's that big of a deal to you, and it means that much to you, and you are in no other position, you cannot find another way out. Go and move. Find some other place to go. And everything, I'm not going to be forced into anything. I'm fully taking a stand. I'm just trying to share what other people are having to go through. Tell them to be strong. Tell them to be faithful. Tell them to be 
uh, of believers in Christ, if they truly want to celebrate Christmas, uh, tell them to be the true Christians that they are. Uh, we have to put ourselves in other people's shoes and understand where they're coming from. No, we do not. We tell them to believe. We tell them to believe, and we support their beliefs. And we had Pastor Smotherman here, and we were talking about that stuff. And and I can, and the woman got really angry with me because I said, "Well, you're not a Christian. You decided to go ahead and take the vax." That's my belief. That is my belief. That is what I think. If you decide to take the vax, in my opinion, you did not have strong enough convictions in your own life to go ahead and do it. And doubt and I never take the vax. Okay, not advocating for you to do, it, but you need to you need to understand where we're coming from uh, and understand where they're coming from. Don't always have to have an easy choice like we do. Oh, I don't have an easy choice. I mean, this isn't a, an easy choice. I'm doing this publicly. I'm advocating for it every single day. I agree with you fully, Eddie. I'm not doing it, nor will I let my brother be vaxxed, even if they held a gun to my head. I was just trying to explain what others are being threatened with. I, whatever the threats are, there is nothing that will threaten me so far as my faith. Not getting one's military retirement is a big deal to a man who worked his life to support his family. Move someplace else. Go some other place. You're your own boss. You aren't faced with losing your livelihood. That's a cheap cop-out if you were suggesting that only to me that the reason why I'm doing it is because I own my own business. You're your own boss, so you don't have to be faced with losing your livelihood. I don't have that issue either. My brother does. I will make them fire him and fight to my last breath. Don't make me put an uh, IE at the end of your name, whatever the hell that means. Don't threaten me. How about that? Uh, You don't know what you're talking about. And nobody's been through what I've been through in the last uh, year and a half in terms of what I've taken up and fought the entire time. Uh, Let's see. Lay down nothing to no one. Never bend. Never break for not us to no one. Uh, Eddie, uh, what uh, WTF? What uh, what WTF up doubt? Parted up as his webos, bro. You'll never see Jack if you comply in any way. He's not going to comply. He just said he just said that. Sounds like the Auschwitz hurting. If you're going to be stupid, complicit, you better be tough. Down needs to harden his webos and and Kessel can get out of his <laughs> overanalytical head. Dad uh, might have to drop his hotensia. I fought big kids. government every day of my life, seven days a week, twenty four hours a day for the now. last these thirty just, years. So you could just take your comment and put it where the sun don't shine, pal. These are, these are just comments. <laughs> I have never complied for any reason. Dow just said to eventually give in because the pressure nope, is going to I increase. Never said that. I was in. The, I was talking about uh, what our theoretical, what your ultimate weakness, which can also some people perceive as a strength, is, and and the various tactics they have been using, and I think they will intensify mm-hmm. uh, in 2022. Yep. And eventually, you know, the way to do it is to fight back. That's the civil war. That's World War Three, and that will be, you know, them versus us. Understand it. If you allow yourself to be coerced, you are surrendering your soul. There you go. Boom. That's the, uh, so so where the are all you people on the government taking half your income? I've been fighting high taxes for 30 years. So suddenly <laughs> a, an injection, you care more about half of your income being taken. Uh, how about government involvement in abortion, government funds abortion? Where Are you are you lying down in front of abortion let clinics me, every day? Right. So, you know, it's, not, it's real let, clever. You know, it's real clever. I know you all, you, you've tied down, up all your down. religious eschatology into all of this. Uh, but, down. you know, you don't want to go down this road, do you? Because <laughs> you pull on that string. Down, you're, you have the mic but you're being offensive <laughs> unnecessarily since you already said that you will not take the shot. So let's not uh, move that into other areas. Eddie, thank you for taking a stand. Thank you. That is saying, if you won't stand for something, you will fall for anything. This was in the journal last year when this hellish evil began. Do not take the mark of the beast. Someone put it uh, directly in that. Uh, Eddie, this is a spicy show. More Charlie Brown. Well, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Um, let's see what we've got. Uh, what we need is to strengthen our souls. They're trying to break our spirits. How do you fix a broken spirit? You can't. You know that. 
Uh, Eddie, I pray it does not come to this again, but we'll march into the oven before I take this mark. Good for you. Uh, I doubt if everyone thought like you, the guys would never have taken Normandy, Saipan, Guaida, Chanel, oh. Okinawa. Uh, having guts is taking his stand and sticking with it. Damn the torpedoes. The coward dies a thousand deaths. The hero dies one. Wow. Look at the millions who came to this country and risked everything with no guarantees. I'm sticking to it. Remember, Dowd is not going to be taking the jab. Uh, 21 USC 360 BBB three must be made aware of the dangers and consent to medicine. None of the injections are approved. Not a one of them. I don't know about any of that. So when we start getting into that territory, I don't know enough about it. Exodus of the rationale from the New Mexico leaves high ratio of zombies to vote for militant Lu- uh, Lucy Grisham. Great rant on standing on rational principle. And that's really what, what we're talking about here is just being, you know, rational. Hi, do you think we need to publicly recognize that the Democrat Party and some of the Republicans, I would say most of the Republicans, most of the Republic. Let me repeat myself. Most of the Republican Party here are run by socio-fascists, not just an invective fascism is ruled by bureaucracy like the alphabet government departments. We set our guidelines through bureaucratic fiat under the executive executive. He has the smartest person I know in Albuquerque recently died six days after the jab. There you go. There you go. There you go. I oh, love that. Gordon uh, says the truth wants to come out, and after pushing an experimental gene therapy to the public, WHO Director, Director uh, General Tedros admitted on camera that the countries are using boosters to, quote-unquote, kill children, then sent me a link to that. Eddie, I have no breaking point because I know even if they said you have to take it or take your kids, I still wet and take it because if you take it, you know this will kill you. And how can you be a father to your son if you're dead? And There you go. There you, thank you. How can I be a father to my son if I am dead? And you have Jesus. I have Jesus down to have Jesus. We know if we die, we go to a better place. So we'll fight to the death. We'll go body bag. They better bring some body bags for them also. There you go. That's absolutely true. Uh, Eddie, you're right. Uh, Doubt is off. He's given up. I'll stand up until this happens. (laughs) I did not say doubt is off. I just disagree with him. This is BS. Right after the show today, I'm actually going to go get my injections. (laughs) They, They think that that's what you're doing. But just understand. What is right is right, uh, period. Doubt, I'm defending you. You're right, Eddie. Uh, let's see. Damien says, doubt is prepped for the mark. And, and um, you just have to understand, we've got a lot of Christians who are listening. Yeah, and you, and, you're, and it's not, you're not helping your cause by trotting that out, folks, because you, yeah, you're not helping your cause by trotting out that what I consider, ju- and judgment. millions of Americans yes. consider utter nonsense. Okay, okay, stick to the science. All right, there we go. Uh, thank God for his grace. If not for his grace, Christians who make mistakes, would have no hope, but we do because of Jesus. 550-5500, several calls uh, waiting on the line. Caller, you are in the Kiva. Go ahead. Hi, this is Melinda. Can you hear me? I can hear you, Melinda. Go ahead. Hi. Um, so I need help. I'm really scared, and I hope you can help me out. All right. Um, you've been mentioning Dr. William Summers a lot on your show, and my problem is my husband's been really sick, but he won't wear a mask in the doctor's office, so nobody will treat him. Um, I'm really worried. I'd like him to see someone, and I'm just wondering. Why does he need to wear a mask in a doctor's office? Uh, because they'll refuse to treat him if he doesn't wear one. Well, he's going, like to the wrong do- he's going to the wrong doctor. So he, I mean, is Dr. Summers? Do you want to text me? Do you want to text me directly, and I can give you a doctor? Yeah. Okay. Text me. Text me. Why don't you just hello, hello? Stop talking, Melinda. Just text me directly, and I'll give you a number. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Echoing like 
<clears throat> talking to myself. Uh, Eddie would not have a country if men 250 years ago were not willing to fight for the freedom, knowing they would never see their family again. That men won't do today is why we have an oppressive government. They know the masses are weak and unprincipled sheep who will do a mass just to buy a little latte. That, of course, is uh, from uh, Nick. Woo! Where do we go from here? Uh, let's you go ahead. And uh, Dow talked a lot. Uh, I'm going to let Dow talk at last, Rudy, just because he's been hit like five or six times, and I want him to point of clarity. But I'll come after overdowed. But uh, you've had COVID, plus you've taken the shot. Um, we had a very extensive uh, discussion yesterday, Dowd and I. Um, lots on your mind, Rudy. I don't oftentimes see that look on your face. Go ahead. Well, I'm, as I listen to both of you, I understand the argument on both sides. Um, two things really stand out. Number one, um, I'm not willing to say that it is the mark of the beast yet. I do believe. Well, what will it take for you to, to to make that determination, there, Rudy? I'd love to hear. Okay, because the Bible that I read says it's no man can buy nor sell without, and we're not at that point yet, but we are clearly moving in that direction. And number two, I got the shot early in the year before I had the information that I had today. Had I have had the information that I have today, there's no way on planet Earth that I would have made that decision. Number two, I made it with the consult of my priest. I went to the guy that I trust mostly in my life with my spiritual uh, considerations. Does he make my decisions for me? Absolutely not. And he didn't say to get the jab. My priest gave me advice that says, but the same Bible you read also says, and you must love your neighbor as you love yourself. And so you sit there and say, okay, I get that. I've got to love myself enough to do the right thing. But I also have to love my neighbor. And so my point in all of that is, wow. is that to have peace in my family yeah. with my brother or me to continue to <sighs> hopefully going down with the ship, Rudy, that's it. Well, and there you're one of me, Rudy, you're you a compromiser. No, we've given ship. up. We've no. given up. We've turned. We've turned. We're turncoats. If, if all you're doing is looking for peace within your family and you're not willing to go with what you believe, then it look, looks more and more. And we've had this discussion before. I'm sorry to say. But it, more, it looks more and more like your family is not looking out for you. And that's your, and your I couldn't have gotten to this your, point without your freedom, seeing that. Your freedom of choice and your independence should be stood up for. Whatever you choose. And, Rudy, I stand behind you, but you're choosing out of weakness to get along with your family based upon something that you don't believe. And in my opinion, your freedoms as an individual are being trampled upon. Let me read something to you. And this is This is just really short. This comes from Liz. My only brother took the shot got COVID, died on December 6th. I was admitted from the obituary because I questioned the vaccine. I was not allowed to attend the service either. Do you, do you see you see what this is? Yep. This is a tyranny, and they don't care what you think. So, Rudy, I would encourage you for you to be, the, you know, live the, live your best life, but if you will. That's exactly. Just stand up for what you believe. That's where I'm going with the end of the thought is that back in May, I did not have that information in me to understand that part of the equation. Today, I understand that equation far better than anyone. I wish there was a Narcon that I could take so that I could get this stuff out of my body. I would love to do that. But the fact of the matter is I made a decision. That's why I like that one text that said, you know, thank God that there is hope in Jesus. I made a, I, I truly believe I made a decision that might have been a mistake to some 
and to others not. Well, wait a second, but whose life is it? It is my life. I'm the one that should have made the decision on my own and done what I believe. But at that time, I took a lot of information. I would tell your family to go fuck themselves uh, honestly, oh. at the end of the day. I would really just tell them that. And I do mean that in the uh, straightest way possible. I mean, I would literally tell them that they can go ahead and pound sand because they don't give a crap about you, period. But there you go with, uh, there goes that whole concept that dad was talking about reality and theory. The only thing I care about is whether or not Rudy has a beating heart and he's here to do traffic and he loves his life and he's living uh, for his God, which is uh, Jesus Christ. So as far as I'm concerned, that's all I care about. And that's exact, and that's where I'm heading. I'm can, can I ask you, I love, I ask you a question? Today. Rudy, Rudy, I love you. And you choose, you choose for you, don't choose for other people. And therein lies, that is, that is a key. That is a big, huge key in my life, but in so many people's lives, because we make decisions based on, are they going to like me? Oh, is that going to work for them? Oh, you know, I'm talking lived my to whole two people who never think that way. <laughs> but, but I've lived but, my whole yeah, life that way. Of course you have. A lot of people, most people I think do. Do you mind me asking? Have you or will you get the booster? I have not gotten a booster, and I don't dare say on the air. And I think that, if you read into that, you'll know yep, what the answer yep, is. Yep, yep. But I wouldn't dare say it on the air because I don't want anyone to be able to go to my to somebody that would force me into, oh, wait a minute, wait, I heard you say on the radio. No. Hey, Rudy, I don't want to have anything to do with your family, just to let you know, okay, period. And if they tried to come to me in any way, shape, or form to talk to me about what they thought was best for you, I would tell them to go pound sand. Just FYI. I got your back. I'll pay for everything for you. I'll do everything to take care of you, buddy, because I believe in what you believe in, but you're too accommodating to your own family. And in my opinion, that's just dead wrong. You're a good man. You believe what you believe, and you des- you deserve to realize what that is. Whatever that is, your choice, period. Doubt, go ahead. Uh, the government, uh, horrible people in positions of power, have dri- driven us to this discussion that we've been having the last 45 yep. minutes, ladies and gentlemen. We are all friends, co-workers, and probably agree on 79% of all the major issues facing this country. At least. And we can get to that level uh, with this. This is what we have been driven to. We need to resist in every way we can, and we need to vote out every single damn one of them, Democrats and Republicans. All right, there it is. There we go. Rudy, I love you. Doubt, I love you. And I'm behind every person out there and know that I will stand behind you, you know, every way that I possibly can. You deserve like life, liberty, and the pursuit of property, life, liberty, and the pursuit Unlocked. of happiness. Yeah. Whatever it is that you want to do, I would, should never be infringed upon. Nobody should tell you what to do ever. Especially forcing you to do something based on lies, which is what we're getting more and more of. There we go. All right. Uh, final call. Call you in the key. Go ahead. Yeah. There's uh, show killer. Anything? We can hear him better. Yeah. Oh my God. He sounds so good. There he is. Go ahead. Show killer. Yeah, first of all, Sophie's Choice, um, coincidentally, at the same time, my father as a toddler was escaping Nazi Germany. My uh, my mother's side, my uncles were over there fighting Germans. Um, anyway, the, uh, the, what you, the a lot of conflict, and in, in what does uh, Machiavelli say? That uh, Churchill quoted, that Alinsky quoted, that Rahm Emanuel quoted, don't let a crisis go to waste. You need to use their own tactics against them yep. after all their, their tactics and they don't belong to them so don't let a crisis go to waste and you should be using these conflicts to make people choose what they're going to support and and they better choose wisely 
you know, you know, or else. And so we've been talking for two years. We've been talking and talking and discussing and discussing. And finally, we're getting to the point where we're finally starting to discuss actions. What yep. are we going to do? Uh, I mean, what are you going to eat? Where are you going to shelter? Uh, how are you going to defend yourself? How are you going to get around? And if enough people prepare, there's nothing they can do to us. I'll let it end on that. I, I, mean, can't, I can't argue one yeah, point. Yeah, <laughs> He's right. absolutely right. Yeah, Resist in ways small and large every day. All right, Joe Killer, good job. Thanks for uh, joining the program, too. Uh, let me read a last uh, few texts, and then we'll uh, exit the show. God loves us to warn us, and then we have the free will to do our own thing. Once the pee is in the pool, it's too late. <laughs> There's no detox for these <laughs> You notice our ool has no pee in it. Yes. Right. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I got a link there. Even among my friends, the godless uh, are sacrificing everywhere, uh, Eddie. Rudy's family doesn't give a crap about him. I could not agree more with that. Uh, 110%. All right. See you tomorrow, bright and early 4 p.m. Thursday show. It'll be the last show for Dowd, and he's going to be taking care of some puppies. But, of course, make sure you subscribe directly at www.rockoftalk.com. That's rockoftalk.com. See you tomorrow at 4 p.m.
To everything turn, turn, turn. There is a season turn, turn, turn. And a time to every purpose and development. A time to gain, a time to lose, a time to rest, a time to sow, a time for love, a time for hate. A time for peace, I swear it's not too late.